all the way from India. I am joined by uh, the famous fast bowling sensation of India, Mr. Sirisant. Welcome, Sirisant. Thank you very much. Uh, very good morning or good afternoon. Uh, you know, whenever you're seeing this podcast, uh, have a great, great, great day and a great night. Uh, it's great to be here, Vishay. Thank you very much. Good man, good man. So, for the, I mean, most of the viewers will know this man, but I'm going to give him a quick introduction. Um, Siri Sam was born uh, on the 6th of February 1983 in a lovely place called Karela in India. Um, he has gone on to play for teams such as India, of course, Karela, Kings Eleven Punjab, uh, the Coach Tuskers, Rajasthan Royals, uh, Warwickshire. This man is going to play all formats of cricket for India. T20, ODI, and Test. So, like I said, we have a big guest today. But what I want to do is, I want to take this uh, this man all the way back, um, and I want to talk to him to start with. Is tell me about your childhood and your family and growing up. Uh, to, to start with, I was uh, okay. Obviously, it's September 1983, and I was born. Uh, yes, um, it was a great journey. Um, I was born in a place called Muhattapur. It's a very small village, kind of a place in Kerala. Not anymore. Now it's a town. Now more, more like a city now. Um, but then, my journey started. Oh, uh, this after a while, I've been talking like this. So, uh, um, if my memory is right, I was with my granny. Um, uh, I stayed with my granny with my sister. Uh, we are four. Uh, we are four in the family. Uh, one brother and two sisters and me. Uh, so, elder brother and my elder sister used to stay with my mom and dad in, in town. But me and my uh, other sister used to live in a village uh, with my grandmother. And um, uh, my lifestyle used to be very... Uh, 7.30... By 7.30, we used to listen to the radio. There was no TV, television at that time in my uh, house. So, uh, you know, the only thing we used to listen was uh, some radio station. And then used to sleep around 8, 8 p.m., I guess. And we had to get up at 4.30 in the morning. So, yeah. for that... Maybe that base, uh, which we, which I, I did because of my grandmother. Grandfather was no more. So uh, we three live in that house. And um, maybe that base is really still helping me because I, what I want to say is uh, getting up at 4.30, being ready by 5, going to the routines from 5 in the morning and studying and then going to school by 7, 7.30. That was the routine there. From there, I came to a place called Kodamangalam where my dad and mom used to be. Uh, from there, I came to a place called Adnaugulam, which is a city. Kochi city in Kerala. Uh, that's where I live now in Adapali, uh, where I got my cricket career started. Uh, from here, um, I got a scholarship uh, back in, I think, 90s, early 90s, to study in Bangalore when I played a tournament, uh, played for Karavli Cricket Clinic. I would love to say this to, to all the youngsters who's watching this because uh, at the age of nine, I could uh, represent under 13s. And, um, you know, it was more of a passion because there, I had nothing much to do but except play cricket and study. Uh, so that made me go to uh, Bangalore with a scholarship. I did really well. I, uh, the surprise factor is that, bro, I used to be an opening batsman, not a uh, bowler. And I used to be a leg spinner. Uh, leg spinner who never turned the ball at that point yeah, of time. I, think, I, I, heard, I heard that you took your inspiration from uh, Anil Kumble. Absolutely. I used to copy Anil Kumble and shame one depends on the wicket. If it had bounds, then I used to bowl like Anil Kumble. And yeah. if I had proper turn, then I used to bowl like Shane Wan. So I used to yeah. mix and match both the uh, actions um, and uh, that's how I got into Bangalore. I scored a lot of runs there in, for, in the school. Uh, we used to have in back then in Kerala there was not many tournaments for school so uh, my upbringing in Bangalore really helped me. I used to stay as a paying guest um, 
I like the county days when I played for Warwickshire. You have to take care of yourself. So in Bangalore, I had to take care of myself. And uh, just first year, I stayed with my sister and my brother-in-law, uh, who's an engineer. But then after that, uh, from seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, I used to be a paying guest. Uh, literally, uh, they say uh, pain in the ass because uh, forgive my language, but that's the way uh, all my paying guest people because the timings are odd. Because I used to be into dancing, I used to be into music. Whatever I could do, I could do it in Bangalore because just to bunk the classes. So, um, uh, and the cricket was always there. So I had to get up again because six o'clock was reporting. I had to cycle almost like twelve to sixteen kilometers um, uh, to the uh, to the school because uh, anything next to the school was expensive to stay. So uh, you know, at that point of time, I I had challenged myself. I'm I'm from a very well off family. God's been extremely kind. My father, my mother, everybody was employed, and my brother was a playback singer. But then. I had challenged myself that I'm not going to take a single penny from my uh, family, and uh, uh, I had this thing that okay, if he can, I can. So uh, that kept me going. Uh, that, that kept me going, and uh, I finished my tenth grade. I represented. I never played state uh, again. I want to tell these youngsters: don't worry about the selections because in my life, I never represented except my school and zonal. I never represented state till the age of 17. When I was 16, I came back to Kerala. Uh, I played uh, under 19. Only districts I couldn't get into when zone team, uh, and then I made myself a fast bowler and uh, started scoring runs as well. So, then the very next, the first year when I played uh, under 19 for my state, I was a vice captain. So, I had very good performance. But then the routine used to be really, really tough, difficult. Uh, it is literally like 10 to 12 hours of. You know it better, bro. Um, I, I know how it is. Uh, uh, you know, managing the cricket uh, when, as an youngster and once you are employed. So, yeah. as an youngster, I had, I had nothing much to do but just to play cricket, 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 cricket. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I used to be a naughty kid, so I used to have this in between. Well, no, no, I can't believe, I can't believe you could be naughty, brother. I can't believe this. I don't, I, I would need to speak to you. I, speak to you. I mean, from watching you on the on the television, I would never, I would say, what a, what, what a very, very saint you were. You were such a, such a charming man on the cricket field. I, <laughs> I I used to be very honestly. I I I did everything possible. So I had to manage my dancing skills. I had to go to my dancing classes. A uh, bit of music here and there. I was kind of learning piano at that kind of time. Um, uh, because uh, life is uncertain. Well, just on so, that, just on that, your siblings, your your um, your successful siblings. Um, I don't know brother, brother right. or your sister. Yeah. One one is in music yes. and one is in TV. Absolutely. My brother-in-law is a playback singer. He's a very famous playback singer called Madhu Barakshini. He's got all the state awards and uh, national award nominated, I think, 16 times or something. So he's around 45, but uh, he's still young. But then, yeah, he has been singing for the last 30 years or something. So he's okay. been singing from the time he was 12 years. Um, that is, he's kind of an idol for me because he lost his dad when he was in 8th standard. And uh, uh, from there to take a name for himself and then he got married to my sister who was the first rank holder in all india industrial chemistry first batch in 1997 she called the gold medalist um, she, wow. he got married to her yeah. and then my other sister is an actress called nivedita she's done more than 60 70 uh, movies and in south and um, a lot of serials right now as we speak she's doing one movie and uh, obviously corona it's been locked but then um, she was in between the shoot of a movie and a couple of serials uh, yeah. tv series uh, so then, uh, then it's me um, uh, who is uh, who tried his best in everything possible on this. Yeah, no, listen, <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you on stage. Um, I sent you a link to this before we recorded, just to refresh your memory. Um, quite a few years ago, uh, the India and Pakistan cricket teams were brought together um, at an event in Khan, 
Um, oh, and yeah. You stole the show. You go on the stage and you did the
then in academy we had 16 uh, fast bowlers uh, and from abroad there will be six so around 22 fast bowlers and two youngsters out of that the best who does in fitness and bowling and in the local matches which we play in chennai get an opportunity to travel to australia because uh, they had this mou between uh, australian cricket board and uh, ais then it should be australian institute of sports so i had an opportunity to go to australia in 2000 2001 um, uh, my partner was Ishant uh, Malhotra, who used to play for Punjab, not Ishant Sharma. Ishant okay. Malhotra was an all-rounder who used to play for Punjab. Uh, we both got selected and uh, we went to Australia. I played and I bowled. Uh, uh, in fact, I represented Australia instead of sport. Uh, uh, played for them. We won the tournament. We won five matches and I got the best bowler in that series. So, wow. that series, uh, people like, um, a lot of people who is playing, like uh, Bogus, uh, uh, Chris Wokes, um, yeah. um, then uh, Pine. Pine used to be uh, playing for Queensland, I think. Um, yeah, he was the captain for them. I got him out also there. Uh, I'm yeah. talking about when I was a 19-year-old. So, uh, I came back. What an experience for a young Indian boy from a small place, Absolutely. Kerala, to go to Australia at a young age. What an experience. Absolutely. Ferguson. Ferguson was in, in, in my team. It was there were Simons, Ferguson, um, even... Uh, it was a very good, strong team and every other team was very strong and it was the... It was an eye-opener for me when a guy from Kerala, you know, and lived in Bangalore. So, when I came back, I had best bowler in the Australian Institute of Sport. And most of the Australian Institute cricketers were already Australian first-class cricketers. So, right. uh, when I got back, it was easier for me to get into the Kerala sport. And it was not easy at all if I had not gone there. Because mm-hmm. in Kerala, the wickets used to be brown. And uh, I, I couldn't even, never even tell myself that I was going to play for the state. Because mm-hmm. it used to be turners and turners all the time. And thanks to Tinu Yohanan, at that point of time, Tinu Yohanan played for the country in 2000-2001. And that really motivated because I come from the same school. So, uh, when I went to Kerala, I studied in Bowens. And that was like a, you know, how do I say, just a small help for me uh, mm-hmm. to uh, motivate myself. Okay, he's from my school. He's a fast bowler. And he's from MRFP Foundation. I'm from MRFP Foundation. If he can, I can. Yeah. So, uh, so that's how... That's what these things Absolutely. are all about. They're there to inspire the next generation. That's what, the, that's what I, I, I suppose the message is. When you do something like that, the next kid will say, Siri Sant did that. I want to do that as well. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I came back and Eskin uh, sir, who was the secretary then and the president of uh, BCCI then, he was a Malayali. And uh, he saw me bowling and uh, he told the selectors to uh, put me straight in the first class squad. And uh, Saurav Gangli played a huge role because when India was playing, uh, a match in international stadium I had gone to bowl in the nets and from the bowling nets uh, John Red picked me and John Red said uh, you know you should Dada and John Red had a conversation and he said what kind of uh, are you playing the first class I said no I am not in the first class I just came back from Australia did really well there and the Renji squad was already announced I was not there and then suddenly uh, a guy who was not in the pump not in the probable yeah I was not even in the 30 probables and I was disappointed but then Straight away, uh, Dada and John Wright says, put him in the 11. Yeah. <laughs> got into the 11 in the first game. And uh, second ball, I got wicket uh, against Goa in, in Kochi yeah, Stadium. Yes, just on that. 2000, 2002, you made your first Absolutely. class debut. Absolutely. Yeah, against, Goa. against Goa. Against Goa, I made Zebu and I got my first wicket swapped in Lachnotka. Uh, who I have played uh, before in under-19s as well as uh, under-22 when I played uh, as a 19-year-old. And I got into the team and I was the youngest in the team. and. Uh, it was a challenge for me with all the seniors, but then I got wicket of the second ball, which I bowled, and uh, the rest is history. Then I could do really well. I got, I think, 
27 23 wickets in seven matches in the Ranjit Trophy for a youngster oh. coming into first class cricket. That's and, uh, especially and when bro, you elected. Absolutely, bro, you won't believe the wickets used to be like, oh, flat. <laughs> Uh, but I used to love. I I enjoy bowling fast. I used to just. I used to love the wind on my hair. So I had long hair then. So I had to run yeah. in and feel the hair. And then you know, uh, in fact, even I was growing my hair again back because I was on the wave to make a comeback now. So, but then I said, man, it's too hot. And uh, being a nine-year-old having long hair is different history. And uh, yeah. being a father of two having long hair is a different different story. Yeah. Well, if I look at uh, growing up, then it means that you were you were taking wickets in tough conditions. It's only setting you up nicely for playing in more seamer-friendly conditions, where things are going to be easier for you. Then you know sometimes it's best to learn the hard way. You know, batting in the in the, in the tough conditions. I've grown up in Absolutely. Scotland, bro. Trust me, batting was Absolutely. not. Absolutely, I know, man. I have, there, I've been. See, from I've got a special connection with Scotland. First is obviously. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Glenroth is Eddie Gibbs and. Uh, he tried his very best. I tried his very best to get there, but then obviously everything yeah. was against me, and I couldn't play for Glen Rothes. But then, I, I promised myself next season I will come to Scotland. I don't know when. Where let's I see, let's see. You can come to my club. We'll talk about this later. I'll set it. I'll set it up with you. I'm sure you would enjoy bowling in the conditions there. Um, but we'll talk. We'll touch on that because it's going to be something that's going to come up later as well. But then from yeah. there, from the, from the very good performance in the Ranjit Trophy. You got selected for the to play a touring Absolutely. to New Zealand on tour. Um, how yes. was that experience for you? Brilliant. Uh, I still remember, I think I bowled uh, around 12 overs. I had an hamstring. Because see, at that point of time, I used to play a lot of cricket. I want to tell all these youngsters, be, be very smart. Uh, I was not smart then. You know, I used to be just energetic and who are called me to play, I used to go and bowl fast. You know, I used to enjoy because being from a martyr, fit. Uh, raring to go. Any match you get, I used to play a lot of tennis ball matches uh, because they, uh, tennis ball matches in Kerala had more crowd than a first class match. So I used to go and play a lot of tennis ball matches. And I want to tell all these youngsters be very smart. You know, you should you should never miss a training schedule. Like, yes, skill session is very important. Cricket, uh, batting, bowling, fielding, and all the drills are very important. But more than that, recovery, getting recovered. Make sure you recover really well. Uh, you know, you have to make sure. Uh, recover doesn't mean complete rest. It might be complete rest when you sleep, but otherwise, on a Sunday, you can have an active rest, like a swimming, maybe play a bit of badminton, play a different sport altogether, which doesn't get you uh, injured. Be very con be very smart in making decisions because the last thing a team wants is... So, at that point of time, I had an hamstring tear on that match, on that particular day, because uh, I remember uh, that season was a long season and I was playing everywhere. And I hardly went to the gym. I could. I used to just do scapular stability, core stability, and glute strengthening. That's it. Hardly I did training, uh, and I completely missed out on swimming because uh, you know the last thing you. Uh, there's no shame in saying. I, that's why I want to tell the youngsters, please, guys, please make sure you follow the routine. You know, uh, especially when you are 18, 19, 20, 21, because what you do at that age uh, really matters to continue from the 22, 23 to 30, and what you do from 23 to 30 is what takes you from 30 to 40 and 30 to 40 is what takes you from 40 to 50 so uh, that time I, uh, you know I bowled to Mac I got Magdalene out Magdalene was one of the best batsmen then so I got him out so and the very next over or something I got injured and uh, uh, I think 12 overs it was a good spell actually then I couldn't play one whole season and uh, uh, in fact uh, if it was diagnosed properly and if it was taken care properly I would have played maybe in 6 to 7 weeks according to now with all this technology now, hamstring tear, 
uh, grade two, you can be back in six weeks. So at that point of time, uh, I was just hurrying myself. Uh, the moment I could feel better, I used to just go and start bowling fast. I never did took take it took it step by step. So yeah. after India India A match. Uh, it took me almost a year uh, when uh, Kerala qualified to the elite. Uh, a lot of people even wrote, uh, Srikant is not interested in playing cricket because his uh, religious priest told him not to play. All that is bullshit. Forgive my language. Yeah, but yeah. I read something about that. Yeah, yeah, not, I didn't, yeah, I didn't so, yeah, so I wanted to play. And uh, it's just that whenever I, I was just pushing myself uh, faster. I didn't follow a certain routine or certain proper. Uh, guidance. Uh, there was guides, there were physios, but I was in a hurry to play, you know, because Kerala was first time playing in elite group. We were in plate group, we won the plate, so we had to play in elite and I didn't want to miss the matches because the matches were against Delhi, Bombay, uh, all that, so better teams. Uh, so I wanted to perform there and show that I am capable and because I just played India, so I wanted to prove a point that I was trying to prove a point to everybody and then when I got injured, I realized, three, it's okay. You will get your own time. Take it easy. Mm -hmm. Step back. Get fit. What you did in MRF Peace Foundation, think about it. What you did when I was in Bangalore schools, how difficult it was to even get into a school team. Think about that. Be grateful. And I, I think that injury and that uh, drawback in 2003-2004 made me a better cricketer. And at, at a very young age itself, I could tell myself, Shri, your aim is to play for the country. It might take time, yeah. but you will get there. And I always push myself and I remember getting into a proper routine and I told myself, I'm going to give myself one year, this is 2004. And I said, if I don't play for the country in a year, I'm going to quit cricket because uh, you won't believe I want, I, I'm a decent student. So uh, I wanted my mom to be happy. I said, if I don't, because at that point of time, first class, uh, it was just passion for cricket. There was hardly any money in the subscript. It used to be 1,500 yeah. Indian rupees per match. Uh, the max we used to get in a season was around 25 grand or 30,000 rupees for a season. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm talking about 2002, 2003. Uh, 2003, when India won the, uh, I mean, India reached the semi final, I mean, finals of the World Cup. Uh, the Ranji Trophy, thanks to yeah. ICC, that the first class fees always, whenever their country does well in an ICC tournament, yeah, the, uh, the local cricketers get raised. Yeah. So uh, in 2004, I told myself, if I don't make it to the national squad in a year, I'm going to quit. And uh, 2004, you won't believe. I, I would love to share this story. So 2004, in, you also you entered the record books. You absolutely, and and, and and I want to I wanted to share that because that yeah. one year I was so focused. I was, um, I remember sleeping on time, getting up on time. I never attended literally phone calls except my family and my friend, not friend, friend one or two. Otherwise, yeah. everybody was cricket, 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 and then. Um, you know, uh, 2004 December, uh, when India, I mean, Kerala, sorry, Kerala was playing uh, Himachal, I got the hat trick, the first ever hat trick for Kerala. But then the very next match, I was dropped because of some other reasons. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I, it's, I don't want to get into controversy. Some so, yeah, there's always something, yeah, there's always something, some something senior, behind the scenes. <laughs> some, some senior, senior was looking for to play South Zone, and it was more like a quarter system then. Yeah. So only one guy could get into Kerala from yeah. Kerala to South Zone. So we made sure I don't play that match. Okay. So two, three players decided not to make me play. But then see, destiny is insane. So um, uh, I, I didn't get to play that game. And uh, they told the press that he's injured. He's got a very bad ankle. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, then after the match, um, I was dropped from the one-day squad also in 2005. So my goal was to play for the country, and I am just dropped from my first-class team yeah, in my yeah. last game. That's okay, good. on the same season where I've written a goal, and uh, uh, then I asked myself, uh, will I continue? Then I was in the verge of literally leaving the cricket. Uh, okay, I, maybe I should just say goodbye. And luckily again, Nayar sir uh, called up and said, it's okay, Sri, even if you're not there in the squad, I'm going to put you in the squad. It's a 15-member squad. I'm going to make it a 16. Go with them. Go with, with the team. And you won't believe, I would, I've never shared the story. It's, it's actually, I'm writing a book and all that about motivation. Uh, especially with what happened with Sushant and also I was just writing a book and uh, uh, you know I would like to share this with all this who is watching this. I just want to say that at that point of time uh, when I came into the uh, we used to travel in train and the tournament was in Goa and when I got into the uh, railway, st uh, railway station uh, except four or five youngsters who played under 19, under 22 they also made it to the uh, one day sport. Uh, so their names were on the list and they had seat in a train and we were traveling in a train. I, my name was not there so I was in the local compartment. So, the local compartment is like a lot of people there. You, you must be knowing, you must have watched in the movie. So, yeah. uh, so I had to take my kid back and I said, um, uh, Raifi, Raifi was my, he's played under 19 in India and all that. Raifi went in commerce. So, I told Raifi, Raifi, uh, where you guys are sitting, at least keep my cricket kit back. I, I, I'll, I'll take my uh, suitcase, but keep my cricket kit back with you so that, you know, that's, I have to respect. I, can, I, I, cannot, I don't want everybody to, uh, put their legs and all out on my yeah, kid back. Yeah. So I gave my kid back to Rafi. Uh, why I'm sharing it's uh, it's more like a motivation for a lot of people yeah, yeah. who thinks that life is over. So so I uh, I kept that and I was in the local uh, thing and I reached Goa and uh, first three matches I was sitting out um, and everybody was literally saying oh lucky lucky him he's Nayas uh, pet and blah 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 blah. Uh, so. Uh, I had to wait three matches and on the fourth game, I got a game and the captain comes to me and, bro, imagine a fast bowler in Goa, it's around 37, 36 degrees Celsius uh, with humidity of around 85 percentage. He comes to me and says, Sri, you are in the team as a uh, part-time bowler, uh, not part-time, uh, first change bowler, not even new bowler and you have to bowl continuously 10 overs. If you are fit, let me know, then you will play the next game. And I said, 10 overs. Continuous with that 33 run up, you want me to bowl. Why you got any problem? Then he's like, Do you have any problem? I said, No, 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 I will play. So basically, they uh, what he was trying to do was the way I look at it, the positive side now is that I'm thankful to him that he made me do that. You yeah. know, maybe he had different intention, but the way I looked at it is it's a great opportunity for me. It's a challenge, but it's a great opportunity. And I ended up with 10 overs, 16 runs, and four wickets. Wow. So and it's insane, you know. And, and then the journey started. And they were like, oh my God, this guy is bowling fast. This guy is good. This guy is bowling in and out. Yeah, yeah. And the same year, this is 2005. Yeah. This is 2005. You, got you, got man, you, you played for India, uh, A-team again. And you got man of the team. Absolutely. See how, how destiny is. How destiny is. I was, I was not even part of the Kerala team in the last Ranger Trophy game. I was not in the part of the NG one. I mean, Kerala one-day team for the first three games, and I only get two games, and I don't even make it to the South Zone, which is the other trophy. I don't even make it to the South Zone team. I don't make it to the Dilip Trophy team of India, which is the South Zone again. But then, because of my performance, and luckily, I did a lot of matches for Indian Airlines in Delhi. I got a lot of good performance uh, for Indian Airlines in lots of other uh, tournaments. I got picked from the North Indian selector, Ashpal Sharma, or Kirti Asar, or somebody 
took my name and the, the late VB Sarova, the South uh, selector, who, who's, who has seen me in MRFA's foundation. So, yeah, he's a good kid. You can put him in name. Oh, sorry, I'll have. Yeah, it'll be okay in a second. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just that my I got a phone call on my phone. Maybe I can shift this to my, uh, and after some time, maybe we can just shift to my laptop rather than this. Um, okay, we're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah, so um, that got me an opportunity to play for India in Challenger Trophy against the best of the best. And uh, my dream was coming true. Uh, what I wrote uh, in a year back that one, one year I'm going to give my very best and God gave me that opportunity and I got uh, the god of uh, cricket, Tendulkar, uh, LBW, and that was it. Um, it's something which I aimed and which I wished. Uh, you know, no youngster should actually try and wish to get him out. But then, as a Kerala and as a Malayali uh, from my state, it was like a dream because I had Tendulkar's posters everywhere. Alan Donald, Tendulkar, Johnny Rhodes were my favorite, yeah. and Mark Boucher. When it comes to keeping, they yeah. were the they were everywhere in my uh, room, and I used to always get. Uh, motivated by their yeah. uh, performances. So, when I got an opportunity to bowl against him, I think that, that might be one one time only when uh, all the Malayalis, at least uh, my people who prayed for Tendulkar to get out. No Indian will pray, including me, to get Tendulkar out. But that day, maybe a lot of people uh, of my dear one must have prayed, hey, I see, get him out, get him out. So, maybe that energy helped me and I got him out and uh, I got the Man of Series in that Challenger Trophy. Um, um, it was sponsored by Kingfisher, and it was it was it was nice. I still have it uh, downstairs in my trophy. It's a small trophy cup. Yeah. I have made a small trophy room kind of a thing. So where um, because it was Kingfisher series, it was called King of the series. So it was like oh, okay, not bad. Yeah, not bad, not bad. So the journey, <laughs> the journey was obviously now you're starting to get momentum. That leads you to the big one. You get selected for India. Um, all these dreams of uh, the boy from Kerala. You know, going through all the challenges of getting into the regional team, the ups and the downs. You're selected to play against Sri Lanka. Your first ODI, you get to the lovely joy of running into bowl at Kumar Sangakara and Sanat Jayasriya. Quite a tough, tough introduction to international cricket. Absolutely. Uh, I remember Irfan Patan running into me and uh, telling me, Ashri, don't worry, you are here for a reason and you are good enough that's why you are in this level and you can get him out. Uh, you're playing for the country, uh, just Junoon. Uh, he said, just have that immense passion and then just have the faith. Uh, think about your mom, dad. Um, I'll clearly remember. He, he came all the way from, he had bowled the first over and I was going in the second over. So he came running from um, literally third man and all the way. And then he motivated me and said, don't worry, it's just the first ball. Ek ball dal de, phir ho so just come and bowl that first ball, then yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, so, yeah. it was true. I came running in and bowled my first ball and I thought it was the fastest and it was 110 kilometers per hour. <laughs> so, it was like, <laughs> it was the most stressful ball I ever bowled in my life. Yeah. Um, so, once that got over, the butterfly started okay, flying away from my stomach and then, then I took over and I was very fortunate that I could get two wickets at the end. Three yeah. overs went for 25 runs and I was standing in third man and... Uh, you know how Indian crowd is. Uh, when you do well, you, they just love you, yeah, and they don't do well, well they'll kill you. So most of them are like calling me uh, because anything down Bombay is Madras. So Madras, even though I'm a Malayali, they call me, "Hey Madrasi, chalo, chalo, chal, nikal ghar se. Team se bahar tu kacha nahi hai. Bas ho gaya, tera career ho gaya." So, uh, so all that, all that uh, things which uh, you know the spectators. I think they 
I always, I don't know, God's been extremely kind. I always looked at the positive side rather than the negative side. And when they were shouting, I was telling myself, oh, they want me to do well. That's the only reason they are shouting. And I want them, the same people who is shouting at me, will cheer for me. And yeah. uh, second spell, I got wickets. And uh, uh, then I had an opportunity to play test cricket. Uh, and I had an opportunity to go to Pakistan. I did well there. Well, that's uh, what then, I'm going to go. Yeah, you go into, you, you, this was all into the, the, the coach. So what I'm going to do is, we're not going to talk about your test career yet. I'm going to go on to that separate. This is just some of your one-day career highlights I wanted to talk about. So you do, you go to a big tour to Pakistan. Now that's the tour of all tours. I mean, it's either for Pakistani coming to India or India going to Pakistan. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a fierce cricketing rivalry. Um, and in the, you played all five ODIs. Um, which was a real, real good introduction for you to international cricket. But in the fifth ODI in Karachi, uh, you took a record haul of four for 58, um, which, uh, yeah. which, is, which is on, I mean, I've, I've batted in Karachi. Karachi wickets are flat wickets. They don't do very much. Um, you're, you're bowling against probably, you know, some of the best. But, I mean, tell me about who you got. In the, tell me about your tour in general and who you got out in those four wickets. Uh, first of all, I have to thank uh, Rahul Dravid and Ray Chappell at that point of time because uh, uh, they both told me that you're going to play all the five games. And uh, it's, it's a very good confidence because that was the first time I I was given the whole series. You know, uh, after making the debut, I used to get one match, two match, or maybe one match, two match together and then three, four matches not playing. So, And the series before that, South Africa at home, I didn't get a match at all. Yeah, yeah, you uh, didn't even, play a game at all in the yeah, five and, uh, and it was very hurting because uh, there was a match in Bangalore and I was looking forward to play in Bangalore and win the match for the country. But uh, I couldn't. Then when I went to Pakistan, uh, all I was told, telling myself was, Shri, you know, I was really scared. I'll, I'll be honest because even my family, parents at that point of time, they were like, Pakistan, you tell na personal reasons you can't come. Please, na, Shri, please, na. All my friends here, Vandan. But I'll, I want to share this with everybody. When I reached there, Mehma Nawasi, the way they treated us was insane. I've I've never had such great food in my entire life. Till date, <coughs> excuse me. Till date, I've not had such tasty food. Uh, the normal um, daba on the way uh, from the airport uh, when we were on the way. The one day, I mean, Test cricket team was all, already there, and one day team went a bit later and. On the way, we, you know, Mohammed Kev, Raina, myself, uh, we stopped uh, for some food in between with all the commandos having escort. And you won't believe the, the khana which we had from a normal daba on the side and the, the love they gave us. And they were like, Acha karna, do well, uh, do well. All the very best. Uh, don't think, uh, don't think much. Uh, play good cricket. We will support good cricket. So I remember me going even to a darga uh, next to the hotel and I believe in all. all I'm a more of a spiritual guy, Hindu, but I'm more of, I love Christians, I love Muslims. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter for me. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I try and look at the spiritual side. So I, I remember everything in Pakistan series and I, a lot of locals also, you know, loved, uh, you know, where, you know, our, I think Irfan was a superstar at that point of time and the series he did well and uh, they were all, you know, we, I remember Irfan wanted to pray, so we went to a mosque and we were waiting out and we went to a normal uh, food khana ka. Again, I love the khana there. And people out there were just so, the hospitality was insane. It was brilliant. And uh, as you said, the Karachi wicket, before that we played four games and I was getting used to it. It was just a matter of getting those wickets, you know. I was bowling well. And, uh, uh, you know, I remember Rahul by coming to me and telling me, Sri, don't worry. Uh, your ball is coming really nice off your hand. Uh, the rhythm is good. It's just a matter of getting wickets. Uh, all the seniors really supported me and 
RP also was bowling well. Every uh, Zaheer Khan was making a comeback or something like that. So yeah, you had a uh, very good attack. You had a you had a very good attack at that point. You had a bit of everything: the left armers, the right armers, so much. Irfan, Patan, RP Singh, Zaheer Khan, Ajit Agarwal, and myself were the fast bowlers. So you know. I was very fortunate. I'll be honest. Um, when I I never thought I will go to Pakistan first of all, and when I went there, uh, you know, I am just genuinely looking forward. You know, everything gets sorted uh, sooner or later uh, because it's one world, one life. Yes, I am a very patriotic guy, but at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to sport, there is no religion, there is no caste. Uh, sport yeah. should be that. Sport should be that thing which unites countries. Absolutely. So. Um, Looking forward, let's see. I I really enjoyed that wicket. I love uh, this is a huge secret. I want to say I love quarter wickets to bowl because that's where you a skillful bowler like now a lot of people are talking about Salaiva will be banned and all that. I say good, very good because only skillful bowlers will now get to perform. And I always believe I'm a skillful bowler who really works really hard. And uh, bowler with brains, fast bowlers basically don't have it. But yeah, very few of them do because. <laughs> Few like me, maybe. So, no, no, it's nice. nice to ball and fly. All, all the best, all the best fast bowlers. I mean, obviously, I grew up supporting Wasim and Makar. I mean, these guys grew up on similar wickets as what you grew up on, where they never had the support of the wickets, yet they figured out a way. Yeah, more of the rhythm, and it's very good as an youngster when you get tough wickets. Even for me in Kerala, uh, it is good. It was good for me because I had to use my crease. Uh, use the angles, uh, you know, ball Yorker, not just just the inching Yorker, outing Yorker. Uh, then uh, work with normal swing, not just the reverse swing. Keep the ball shining, uh, even if it's a wet ball or dry ball. We had this. I played a lot of tennis ball, so uh, even Pakistan, I know a lot of tennis ball cricketers. Yeah, I, ball, you know, I play a lot of tape and tennis ball cricket. Even today, I, as I say, day before yesterday, we had a match, so I played. Uh, you know, I can't be saying it, but then I play. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you went. You followed the back. So you know, it's amazing. Honestly, it, it touches my heart. Um, I'm Thank a big fan of Indian cricket. I've always grown up. If, if I, if I be honest with you, I've always supported India batsmen, and it's been a, like a test, a, a skill Pakistani bowlers against India batsmen. Um, I grew up watching with seeing Makar, Shrebakhtar taking on Sachin. It's, Rahul it's insane, trust me. Oh, for oh, the world, oh, uh, you know, but it's, it's gone from the game. Even recently, uh, Virat Kohli came out and he said, you know, there's political tensions, but when we play Pakistan, we love each other. There's a friendship there. When we get on the pitch, we play hard. But we are absolutely. It's, and, and bro, the best example is like you in Scotland and you know, when an Indian and a Pakistani plays each other, or be in the same team in a county or England and in Australia, any other country, we all, uh, to be very honest, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh doesn't matter. You know, yeah. we are in one club team and playing in that club and trying to make the club win. And yeah. uh, and a lot of doctors, engineers are across the globe. Then why not a cricketer? Why not a sport? Uh, so yeah. I just hope you know everything gets sorted. Even I am I am politically at the end of the day, I'm a BJP Kari Karta uh, from 2016, but yeah. Something which I would really love to have is that understanding between countries and, you know, as long as possible, the sports come back and join because sport is one thing which can join a lot of countries together. And uh, I'm looking Absolutely. forward. I, I think that county culture or the culture which we are, you guys have in UK, Scotland, uh, Australia and all that has to come to uh, sport in India. If that comes in India and Pakistan, then it becomes better, you know. Yeah. There is no proper club, club uh, 
club level cricket or club level sport or there is no uh, that way of coming on a sunday with the family with the kids watching you play uh, and there in the park all that culture is not here i mean i am trying my best i am starting my uh, srishan sports uh, academy not just cricket academy in mugambika in karnataka street and i have taken up three four indoor facilities here so i am trying to somehow bring that unity uh, you know there is no point having a competition between your own team like a batsman scores 100 you know in my team i don't want the youngsters to feel oh my god this guy is scoring 100 then i will not get chance no i want them to feel if he can i can so it's more like a unity culture comes straight away at the junior level then it gets you know it's like a base you know then you don't care whether you are hindu muslim christian it doesn't matter it's a sport you just play the sport and help anybody who comes in your way yeah no listen you it's wonderful to hear you speak like that i share your views I've got Hindu brothers, I've got Sikh brothers, I've got Christian brothers. I, I, and you know what? One love to everybody, respect everybody. So the message here Yolo. at this moment in time is let's all come together. Sport is a wonderful It's like YOLO. 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 You only leave one. I'm feeling the love. You go on Thank you. Um, again in your ODI career. Um, you go to a home, you go and play a home series against England in 2006. Fantastic series for you. You took uh, you took ten wickets in the series, an average of sixteen point three. Um, and in the in the in the last match, you know you registered probably one of the best spells of your career when you took six for fifty five, which earned you the man of the match as well. Talk to me about the series against obviously playing against another big a big test playing nation in England. Absolutely, it was. Uh, I mean, uh, England straight away uh, winning Ashes, uh, you know, and all that, and. Uh, uh, they had a tough series against Pakistan, I think, in Dubai. But otherwise, uh, when they came to India, they had this team which they won the Ashes, one of the best Ashes uh, the world has ever seen. Yeah. And uh, from there to uh, India and me playing against them, especially Kevin Peterson, I was I, I did ball to him where he scored hundreds in both the innings uh, when he played for England Lions against uh, South Zone in the mm -hmm. Dilip Trophy when they came. They had come in 2003. So, I did bowl to him then, but that time I was just not sure what I was doing. I was just going with the motion. But in 2006, it was completely different and it was nice to get him bowled. Uh, so, I, my first wicket was Andrew Strauss, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think, no, in, in England series, I got Andrew Strauss also in one day. And, and you know, I, I remember that one day series really well. After, after playing the test matches, when the one day series started, I clearly remember I was looking forward to that one day series because the main reason was there was a match in Kochi, which is my house, where I live okay. now. Yeah. In Kochi Stadium, I was not allowed as a kid uh, because you have to play first class to be in. I did play in first class match there, but till that moment, uh, even if you're a first class player, when there is no season, you're not allowed in the ground because of security mm -hmm. reasons and all that. Just like a pride thing for me that my mom dad is watching on the big screen. Wow, yeah. Uh, imagine, you yeah. know, all my cousins, I had some 200 plus cousins came all across the globe, came from across the globe and they watched that match in the Kochi Stadium and that match was very special. I clearly, I remember, uh, you know, Matt, Matt Pryor, I think, opened that innings in Kochi and I had bowled a beauty and I was like, oh my God, I can bowl like that, not bad, Sri. So, he, he didn't get out that ball, then he got out LBW or something. I think uh, he got out to me in LBW or, I, or caught behind the very next over, not in the first over. But first over was beautiful. I still have that uh, video clipping because uh, I wanted that first over and everybody chanting. I've only heard Sachin, Sachin, but in Kochi, 
when I played, it was like Srishant, Srishant. So that's it. That's something like, you know, it's, it's, it's a feeling altogether. So, um, you know, it was very humid. It was very hot. And it was April 2nd, the day when we won the 2011 World Cup. I think it was the same day Kochi match happened, uh, 2nd April. And uh, uh, we won the match because we are get, we, the, our plan was to, uh, you know, make the English team uh, be in the sun. So, there was static, so tying up the lays and uh, asking for the, the heat, heat, what do you call it, coolants and uh, then uh, bowlers having problem with the eyes, uh, you know, making sure the match is literally, um, you know, you know the tactics, so you are a cricketer, you know better. Yeah. So, it was like make, making sure even England batsmen, we were trying to make them run. When they were, came into bat, the field was spread, you know, so that they run, they run, run, run because uh, it was more of not giving boundaries and making it tough to even... I remember Peterson was like, Oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> he, I am telling you, most of the English batsmen, except few who opened the batting and stayed till 12. In yeah. the afternoon, Kochi, inside the stadium is 96% humidity. Mm. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. Yeah. And in April, it's it's like 38 to 39 degrees, sometimes 40 degrees Celsius. And that and that day, I think it was 37 or 38 with 96% humidity. You don't want to be there. So, yeah. imagine that that's the stadium where we play four-day matches for NG Trophy. Yeah. So, I was very fortunate that I was, you know, customized or acclimatized to that climate. But then, including the Indian cricketers, a few people struggle. But um, I will always cherish that match in Kochi. That was one of my favorite matches I played. I only got one wicket. Uh, I didn't even finish my spell because I think England got out, got all out, uh, and uh, we won the match in Kochi. And I remember um, the la indoor match when we went to indoor. Uh, indoor. I mean, my wife. Um, uh, my it's more like a subscriber now. She's from Jaipur, but uh, her cousins and everybody is in indoor and Bhopal. So when I went to indoor, there's a place called Khajrana Mandir. And uh, whenever I made a comeback. Um, the country after that incident, it was always this religious matter where I go there and pray and something good happens. So, um, yeah. bef before playing that match, also when I was playing Duli Prof in Indo, uh, I had got selected again for the country um, uh, when I had an injury. Then, uh, so many good things happened. So, that day also, I remember uh, the very next day when I got six wickets all, I was like, oh my god. And you know, bro, the best part is there's not a single fast bowler. Not a single Indian fast bowler who's got a six for in India in one day as a yeah that's uh, strange but yeah yeah it's yeah I mean God's been kind till date I mean uh, so we have got uh, Stuart Binney who got six for in Bangladesh uh, but he could in one day no one has got a six wicket haul in uh, India so uh, it's not bad to have one such a record so. Uh, yeah, and I was on a hat-trick, in fact. I was on, I think Sajid Mahmood was the last one. He was just short of a ball. It was more like a slow bouncer. I clearly remember and he hit, uh, he had hit a six before that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he wanted to hit another six and it is a very, indoor wicket is very small wicket and it's a flat track. Yeah. And uh, it was more like Raina taking two catches in a row uh, at the end. Uh, yeah. I think I would have, I bowled a good four wickets and the next, last two wicket is more like uh, yes, you have to appreciate every 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 international wicket. I have to appreciate, but then the last two wickets were more like uh, they were trying to hit me out of the ground. That's so, very honest but, of you. But but the scorebook doesn't. You know what every cricketer says. The scorebook doesn't say it was a long hop or it was a bad ball. It says bold or caught or LBW or bold. So listen, very honest <laughs> of you. But six wickets, 
very, very good. That led you in very nicely to get a very, very proud moment where the BCCI offered you a contract. Absolutely. Uh, that really helped me uh, to move on. And uh, that's, that performance is one of the reasons I could, uh, you know, uh, go to uh, West Indies. Uh, I think I remember going to West Indies after that uh, as a test cricketer. And then, um, uh, uh, you know, I, I, and then we had uh, uh, South African series straight after that. So that really helped me. Uh, that uh, showed, uh, you know, a lot of people that in white ball also I can do really well. Yeah. 2000, just to finish the one-day stuff, you, you got to play in the 2011 World Cup. Um, what a moment, obviously. Uh, it was almost like it was meant to be for the great Sachin Tendulkar. Um, Absolutely. That World Cup, uh, you know, you, you got to the final. India won the final. Um, Sachin Tendulkar was carried around uh, like it was like a farewell moment. Um, but tell me about your memory of, of playing in that, in that World Cup. Uh, I was not in the I was not part of the squad. Uh, okay, I was in the okay. probables. I was in the I was in Delhi probables, and um, we were in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't get a game. I didn't get a single game against South Africa in the one day. Even though I got the fifer in the last Test match uh, against South Africa in Cape Town, it was a flat track. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to well, South we're Africa. Talk about, we're going to talk about your travels to South Africa soon because there's some great some great moments. But sorry, that was a that was a wrong that was a wrong one by me. I, I I forgot you weren't in the squad. But even still, as an Indian and watching on, what a moment for the country! What a moment for you know again Sachin Tendulkar. It was almost like it was written in the stars. Yes, uh, you know absolutely. So when I was there, uh, I could never believe because uh, I used to watch Tendulkar just sitting in the gallery, uh, like you know. Literally like a small man because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were we were at the fifty rupee gallery and from there to bowl with him in the nets, uh, play with him actually in fact get him out and then the biggest of the cups World Cup uh, finals, uh, Chandrakar is somebody who actually came up to me and said Shri are you fit to play the uh, finals? Uh, you think you can make it? You can bowl well and because I had not played forty two days, uh, I played the first match and then the final straight. So Sachin Pari came up to me and said, uh, "Why don't you just come and bowl me in the wicket and let me figure it out?" So he took me to the Vangade center, close to the center wicket. We had a practice wicket, and uh, he made me bowl literally for half an hour. And then he said, "You are don't worry, Shri, you're playing tomorrow." And uh, because Ashish Nayara got injured uh, in, uh, want to say hi? Yes, hi. Hello. How are you? Hi. See, he says something in my mouth. See, he says something. Hello, how are you? Good. Are you behave? Are you doing? Are you, are you? What's the weather like? Is it nice and warm? <laughs> She's saying I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating something. So. I'm eating something. I'm wondering where you are. What you're doing? Yeah. And um, just, just, just on that. While you're on the subject, I want to share a quick story myself because it's something that I, I've never got to share. And while I'm talking to you, it'd be amazing while we're on this subject. Sachin Tendulkar, um, at Lords. I was playing for the MCC Young Cricketers and we used to bowl at the, the Indian Test team in the morning. You probably experienced that when you were over in England. So we were on the nursery ground and playing there. Sachin Dendokar called me over. He took me to the side net and he said, I want 20 throwdowns. I gave him 20 throwdowns. I was like, a, honestly, like my hand was shaking. I was so nervous. Don't mess these throwdowns. And what, yeah. made, yeah. what, amazed me, what amazed me the most, Shri, that day was Sachin Dendokar then said to me, do you like my bat? I said, yeah, it's very nice. 
He said, Nick, I'll throw you a couple. He gave me his MRF back. I stood there. He gave me maybe five or six throwdowns. I had a couple of cover drives. And he just said, you like it? And I said, it's very heavy. It's quite a heavy bat. And he said, yeah, I like it. I like it like that. And then he took the bat and he went off. The, off to, and that is my, that's my moment in life. Hey, because you shared this, I will share. You know, you are, you know, I told you about my first wicket of Chandruka. Yeah. Uh, there is a story behind it. Something like this, uh, you will understand better because you shared it with me. Yeah. Uh, when India, India toured, uh, when South Africa toured uh, India, and there was a match, uh, India was South Africa in Kochi, mm -hmm. in 99-2000, uh, where uh, Ganguly had just got the captaincy and all that. So that year, uh, uh, when I was, I was bowling in the nets. I was in 11th standard. I had just started bowling fast, mm -hmm. uh, not fast. I mean, slow, medium. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, when Tendulkar was Tendulkar was the first to come into the nets, and uh, after the warm up, when they came, same thing happened to me. And Tendulkar came and said, uh, "Any fast bowlers?" I just yeah. lifted my hand because it's Tendulkar, you yeah. know. And then when I go into the nets, there are three bowlers who was bowling in the nets. I bowl my first ball; it doesn't even reach him. He just comes and knocks, drops it. Yeah. He takes the ball, gives it back to me. The next ball, wide ball, very wide, so he leaves it. Third yeah. ball, he comes, knocks it as if, you know, to a baby, you say, no. He drops the ball, he takes yeah. the ball and he says, do one thing, you throw to me later, okay? After the nets, you wait, okay? Don't go anywhere. Wait, yeah. you can throw down to me. Okay. Man, and I'm like, is Tendulkar talking to me? <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> so then I take the ball and I go and give it to the bowling coach who are in net in charge and then I walk out and you won't believe um, I had this feeling of happiness and then I was feeling of embarrassment because all my friend circle everybody was there and they were like seniors and juniors looking at me and say teen ball you know only three balls you could bowl it and look and you're thrown out of the nets you know then, when I was there standing, you won't believe, I would love to share this story to Angster. And I was, you know what I was telling myself? I know this is a crooked head, but you know what I told? Sachin Tendulkar, I'm going to get you out one day. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. That was your inspiration. That's your inspiration. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thanks for sharing your story. That's, no, you're it's welcome. A great, it's a, it's a, it's a, I've, that, I've only ever told that story to like my close friends and stuff. So now I'm able it's a to great feeling. It's a great feeling when I, when somebody who comes and people like Tendulkar comes to you and asks Nangster and tells, "Why don't you hold my bat and play a couple of drives?" Oh my God, that boom! Yeah, honestly, I mean, I could it just what 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 a what a moment, what a moment. So we're going to put your one day career. You know, we've covered some stuff there. You did a lot of other things your one day career, but we could be here all day and all night. I want to move into your Test career. So Test debut 2006 versus England at home, Nagpur. Um, great debut, four for ninety-five on debut. Yeah, I mean, Straws was my first wicket, and uh, uh, I think Lakshman Bhai took the catch. And um, second wicket was Peterson, mm -hmm. and I think Monty and uh, Hogard, I think, <laughs> because I always well, enjoyed bowling. Monty once, Monty once saved the Test match in the Ashes against Australia by batting for over an hour. So you still, yeah, Monty got a fifty also. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a decent bat. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's just that that test was important because uh, Cook made his debut, Panesser mm -hmm. made his debut, and I made my debut. So there were three debutants playing that match. Uh -huh. 
and they both literally ended up playing 100 test matches one guy played more than literally close to 200 and i am still stuck in 27 That's not. Listen, we all know that there's, 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 there's reasons behind that. I think you would have probably played a hundred Test matches as well. Um, yeah, second but... Test, unfortunately, you, uh, second Test, unfortunately, you took out. What happened? Did you have a bad stomach or what? 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 What went? What no, went? no, no. I, I was. You see, I have this bone marrow edema, which is uh, you know the, the surgery which I did in 2012. I played literally my whole career uh, till 2012 with that uh, injury. So most of the times I used to, uh, it was like a bunny. Uh, so on my both the big toes. You know, you must have seen it. It happens to most of the ballet dancers. So okay. I used to be as an youngster. I told you I used to do professional dancing, like yeah, a big yeah. dancing and all that. So uh, the toe dancing doesn't really help as a sports person. So I had the big toe uh, with bunny, and so it used to hurt really badly. And I had to take cortisone injections and uh, wait for 48 hours before even I, you know, do my strengthening exercise. So literally six months to four months every. Four months I have taken cortisone injections, like Andrea Gassi's autobiography. I think my book will all full of auto, full of cortisones, and <laughs> so I have taken cortisone on my shoulder, ankle. You know better. Painkillers, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. make and B complex. They are our best friends. Yeah, no, that sounds painful. So Spain. that is one of the reason I missed the first uh, second test. But Munaf got his debut match, and uh, he got uh, five four, and uh, you know, you know, he was bowling fast till his shoulder surgery. Munaf was. Fast. Very good. I remember. I remember in particular he had about two, three years. Uh, Munaf Patel had two, three years where he was electric for uh, for India. Um, third test, Absolutely. you came back. Um, yep. Uh, and you got a, you got you got your first five for um, Test cricket, and you also got twenty nine not out. That was in the, that was that, that match played in Mumbai. Flindoff. So I, I I I have to say Andrew Flindoff. I mean I mean good years retired at that year. I don't think I would have survived. I I clearly remember he bowling my first ball and I hit my helmet from a good length. You know, I played front foot defense and hit my helmet. Hung and I was like, <laughs> where where do I how do I bat him? You know, and uh, second ball I was more like a um, typical tail ender pull shot. Not this pull shot. It was like, you know, <laughs> go away and one bounce boundary. And the way he started staring. Luckily he was bowling his seventh over in a spell or something, and he had some ankle and knee uh, trouble which was going through. Luckily, didn't bowl much. Otherwise, I think I would have been uh, should have been Sri Chand Memorial. <laughs> yeah, no, that's nice. He was bowling fast, man. Ninety-three miles, like piece of cake. The ashes. That was around the ashes time. He was at full prime at that point. He was bowling insane. He, from good length, getting that much of bounce and oh wow, what a cricketer! Yeah, um, you, you, you. I mean, great, great introduction to you. You, you seem to fall in love with it. Went on to be the leading fast bowler for the team as you travel to the West Indies. Okay, welcome back. Um, after a, a little bit of a delay, I think uh, myself and Shri forgot that it was it was Father's Day today, so we've had to have a little gap. But we've been joined by a special guest for uh, for round two of the recording. Who is this, Shri? Yes, this is Star, my daughter's birthday gift. He's Star. Oh, wow. See, he's. अभी खाना आया है सो देर इज सम फूड इन द टेबल सो ही इज रेस्टलेस सो आई विल जस्ट लेट हिम बी एंड देन वी कंटिन्यू विद द टॉक स्टार्ट सेट गुड बॉय गुड बॉय गुड बॉय यस या सॉरी या बैक नो प्रॉब्लम वी बैक ओके सो डिड यू हैव सम केक केक यस 
uh, that is in the morning, not now, not. Uh, what did you what, what did you get What did you get for Father's Day? What did I? Well, nothing much, yeah. I just gifted him just genuine, normal stuff, yeah. I mean, I have given him a shirt, uh, just a normal traditional. For me, uh, this day is not the special day. I mean, every day, as we say, father and mother. Uh, I we always, even if I'm play, if I used to play, I used to always talk to them every day, every yeah. single day of my life. So, yeah, uh, Father's Day and all. Maybe even started celebrating only maybe last uh, 15, 20 years. Before that, I don't, I don't remember celebrating a Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. Me uh, neither. And, my father doesn't really bother with when I say to him Happy Father's Day, Abu, he just says to me, "Take a take. Okay, all right, okay." Uh, Mera, same, somewhat the same. I think my father is always believes it's all every day is his day. So it's yeah. my day, brother. You are my son. You better behave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boss. So we got to a certain point of our journey when we were talking um, and I want to get to the South African tour. So we just finished talking about, um, you went to the West Indies after the, the great series you had against England. And you yep. had a very, very good performance in the fourth test in Jamaica where you took five for 72 against the West Indies. And that led you quite nicely out to South Africa. Unfortunately, you did play um, early part of the series in the ODI which was maybe not a bad thing because you lost quite badly 4-0. However, you came into the Test Series um, and the one spell in particular, this has got to be up there, it's probably the best spell you've ever bought in your career. Um, you took 5 of 40 against South Africa and it led to dismissing them for 84 in total. And it also led to you winning the match and the first game of the series for India. Tell me about that game. I clearly remember uh, uh, those times because uh, I uh, genuinely, when the series started, I actually thought uh, in 2006, this is going to be my last series because, uh, you know, a lot of bowlers were making a comeback, all my senior cricketers. And, uh, you know, uh, when I went to the Porchestrom practice game, I have to say about this and all the one-day matches I was sitting out. So, I was like, okay, Zahir Khan is back, Ashish Nair is getting fit, Ajit Agar is playing, Irfan is bowling well. Uh, R.P. Singh is there, Munaf Patel is there, B.R.V. Singh was there, um, Balaji was getting back to fitness. A lot of questions, you know, as an youngster, you always, you know, if some cricketer says, I don't look at other people's performance, he's lying, you know it too. We always look at those, uh, uh, you know, competitors or, you know, at that age, it's very important to look at who's doing well and sometimes to follow him or maybe do much better than him. So, in 2006, I clearly remember uh, you know, when I took that flight to South Africa, I had lots of hopes. But first match, I got dropped in one day. Second match, I got dropped. Third match, I got dropped. And I think only one game I played uh, in there. And I only got one Bosman's wicket or something like that. Only one wicket. Mm -hmm. And Callis was all over me in that one-day match. I think uh, he hit me for three consecutive boundaries. Uh, and, and that all just shot moving out on the rise. <laughs> Through covers and uh, point gap, I don't know how he does that. Uh, not at middle of the bat. Middle of the bat covered. Yeah, middle of the bat covered drives uh, on the on the up. Then I tried for a yorker. He flicked it for a one bounce boundary. Uh, so uh, I was really disappointed. I was like, maybe I'm not for this kind of cricket. You know, I started having a self doubt. And then the series team was announced, and I was there. And Saurav Ganguly was making a comeback. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we, you know, Sauragangli played a huge role in me when I started playing with Inji Trophy also because that he's the one, somebody who always uh, pushed me to do well. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice to see him there and uh, all the legends, uh, Tendulkar, uh, Dravid, uh, you know, Kumble, 
Zaheer Khan and a lot of people were there, VVS Lakshman. And in Pochestro match, thanks to Jack Rudolph, uh, forgive my language, but he's a, mm, okay, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't want to say it on a live podcast. Yeah. So, anyway, I just want to say, he, he, I have to thank him because he made a statement saying, Sahir Khan, yeah, he's good, but the other bowlers, I don't even know their names. I don't think they're all, uh, they all look very lean, but I don't think they are fast or mean. Um, so, uh, it was like a, a, you know, how do I say Fact and I read that. Part the flame inside you. Absolutely. And if tomorrow is the match today, uh, if today is the match today morning, I came to know when I was going through the breakfast and I was eating breakfast and I read that, oh, not bad. Then I was like, I used to be a fan of Jack Rudolph because he scored double hundred in his debut and I have immense respect for test cricketers and, you know, who make himself uh, a name in that, in the, you know, especially in world cricket. So, yeah. I, I was looking up to him till that moment. That moment, I said, okay, uh, South African Lions, all the very best. You know, that just motivated me to the core and I went to the match and uh, Jack Rudolph, here comes, till then I was bowling, okay. And when Jack Rudolph comes, here comes, I go to Rahul Bhai and says, Rahul Bhai, let me bowl to him. First bowl, thank you very much. Gold, golden duck, Jack Rudolph. Um, then I got a four wicket or three wicket hole. Uh, it was an unofficial first class match because uh, 12 guys from our side and 12 guys from their side played. You know how side games are. So I think I got a three for in the first innings and four in the second innings. And both the innings in Porchestrom, Mr. Jack Rodolfo was golden duck for Srishan. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and what happened is after the match, I made a statement saying South Africans have seen me uh, lean. But they must have, they must know that I am mean too. And uh, the very next match in Johannesburg, I was very fortunate that Dada scored a uh, very good 60 70 runs. Uh, he's somebody who told me in Pochestrom, I'm going to bat in the, uh, you know, I used to struggle to bowl to left handers, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, especially because I'm an outswing bowler, I was not able to get that exact line. So either it is down the leg or I was not able to get that correct. Uh, position in the crease or I did not have that confidence because at that point of time there not many left-handers were there uh, you know in Kerala team or, or on any first class matches or very hardly left-handers were there mm-hmm. and um, uh, left-handers is like a nightmare when it comes to right-arm bowler I mean if we, if we cannot you're a left-hander you know better yeah. uh, so uh, it's very easy to pick the right-arm bowlers uh, straight away you know if if he has no clue so uh, and you will get to know, even if you face just one or two balls, you will get to know that this guy can't get me out. This guy is just trying to uh, survive in that. So, that's what I was doing my career. Um, uh, but then, um, la, you know, likes of Dada and Yuvraj played a huge role because Dada made me bowl in Pochestrom net after the match, before the match. I remember before him going into bat, he made me bowl to him. And Dada told me a few things, adjustments to do with my grip, with my position of, uh, you know, my big toe and how, where my landing should be and uh, how to wear the, where you should be pitching in South African conditions. So many things I learned from Tendulkar. All these legends. I'll be very honest, bro. I mean, I I respect the opponents a lot when I played for the country, but uh, to be in that dressing room with all these legends uh, who's carrying Indian cricket forward and uh, to bowl to him in the nets, and to even get him out in the nets was difficult for me. So, yeah. I used to literally plan uh, to get Lakshman out in the nets or Yuvraj out in the nets or Tendulkar out in the nets. I used to literally write down my goals like as if I'm going for a match. 
So yeah. the night before, if I got a net session tomorrow, it's because only way you can make it to the eleven uh, being Srishan was to impress with my bowling, nothing else mm-hmm. in the nets. And you know it how how net sessions are when it's very good match practices. Yeah. I have to yeah. perform. Uh, so um, I did quite well, and the first test match um, they all helped me. And Rahul Dravid, thanks to the captain, he came and told me uh, just before going into the field, uh, uh, Srishan. It's high time. You did that in West Indies. Please carry it on. You can win this test match for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rahul had never told me anything like that till that moment. You know, I I was there in Pakistan. I was there in West Indies. West Indies. He did say, okay, give your best. Come on, it's okay. It's a great experience. But that was the first time a captain comes to you. Even when with Sahir Khan in the team, he comes to me and says, Shri, you can win this match. Come on, win this match for me. So, and uh, on the match day, uh, before the uh, Alan Donald, he's like my god, like Dennis Lilly and Alan Donald are my favorites in fast bowling. So, yeah. when I met my legend, uh, you know, like the way you talk, spoke about Tendulkar, and I, when I met uh, Alan Donald, I was like awestruck and I was like, oh my god. And then he comes to me and, you know, I started talking to him and he was so friendly and he said, uh, believe in effortless pace. You know, it, it, I think... That test match, because why I am saying it in a very elaborated way is that that test match was very crucial for me in my career. And everybody thought, you know, after winning the Man of the Match, but there's a story behind it, which I just discussed. And yeah. all these things together made me a better bowler that day. And all I did was just run in. I was not running in hard. I was just relaxed, run up. Because Donald said, just focus on relaxed, run up and relaxed pace and effortless pace. Effortless mm-hmm. pace is not without effort. It's, it should look effortless. Mm-hmm. And he said, don't worry about any batsman. He's the one who told me, you get to bowl to Tendulkar every day in the nets. What are you scared of? Exactly. Uh, so, uh, he's, a, he's a great motivator because I played under him in Warwickshire also when I played. Uh, so, all those small, small tips, I always, I'm always been grateful. And I will, even now at this moment, I'm so grateful that I could meet him and uh, you know, I could get uh, five wickets there. In fact, it was five for twenty something, and then I went tried to get a oh, six for know. and spoiled oh, my spell. Uh, you, you, you know what? What a spell! However, I remember that series very, very well for one moment in particular. Now, I absolutely loved the moment. I loved the moment. Um, Everybody hates him, I guess. You know, uh, look, look, Andre Nell is one of those bowlers that he comes. You always used to come hard. He always used to follow through. He always used to chirp in the face. And I don't mind that. I like I like fast bowlers like that. Like your style of fast bowling, I liked it. I like that energy, you know, getting in the bat. That's what cricket needs a bit of characters. However, you were batting in one of the tests and Andre Nell steaming in gave you some chess, some chess music, some chin music. And I think he suggested... Bro, I couldn't see. You know, <laughs> on a green track where even Tendulkar got out like this to him. I'm going into ballot number 11. Uh, I, you know, I, I, there's a huge secret which now a lot of people know in India, but very hardly people know about me. Yeah. Uh, I had plus 3.7 on my right eye and plus 2.7 on left eye. Okay. So, and um, I used to wear these color lenses and all that just to, uh, you know, get the power. Even now I am wearing a lens. So, yeah. I used to wear lenses, but obviously, you know, lens don't really help you. On that day, uh, you know... Tashma, I mean, I used to wear the specs also in between. I used to play cricket. But then, yeah. uh, when you get really angry and pissed off, even even you're under tension or stressed, the yeah. moist comes on the screen, you know. Yeah. So, I decided not to wear <laughs> specs because I said, 
what is the point whether i wear the specs or don't wear the specs i can i can hardly see the fucking ball yeah. so yeah. let me just go enjoy the batting and here comes nel bowls his first boom ball and i swear on my cricket on my life i didn't see it by the time i reached it went and hit mark boucher's uh, gloves and um, he said something like you don't have a heart uh, obviously they were irritated because i got five wickets in the first yeah. and they got followed yeah. for 84 they were just trying to kill me because so that i don't uh, get to bowl in the second inning so uh, you know uh, it was so good to see gapes i mean all these people have i've been I, literally like the way you know you know cricket how it is so yeah. it's not that we only worship our country cricketers we worship legends of the game we always have a poster so gapes mark boucher and uh, john pollock everybody chirping me i, I enjoyed it yeah. i just loved it because a guy who gets lara out like a nell yeah. is chirping to a 23 uh, year old sreesan who's from india who's from the backwaters of kerala yeah and uh, it was a nice thing and i told myself shri the worst thing that could happen if you get out i get to bowl four to five hours before the end of the day's play if i get out yeah and if i connect it's a six and people will say this guy has got guts yeah you got five try and get at least two hours before you uh, you know at the end of the day so it's okay your wicket is not that priceless anyway we had a bit of lead because of zahir khan and ganguly and all that in the second inning so i just stepped out before stepping out I, there is no shame in saying i never watched the ball i i said this guy is going to surely bowl me a just short length ball because uh, he i will tell i'll share you as a cricketer and a cricketer who's listening to it you will understand when he started the run up he came and he stopped nobody knows about this so he stirred me he came running and he stopped then he said let me have a short leg the moment till that time i swear i was scared i was like what the fuck where the ball is going to be <laughs> then then this foolish uh, fast bowler as we say sometimes overthink too much you know he got a short leg for me so i knew he is never going to bowl me a bouncer he's yeah. surely not going to bowl a bouncer to me he's just he's just making me i'm just I, he's just bluffing to get me a good ball uh, going away or coming in and getting me a ball or lb yeah. so i straight away uh, stood slightly outside the crease and because of his extra bounce and i know that even a just shot might actually he might get that height because of the wicket it was a super wicket to bowl to mm-hmm. uh, and all i said to myself is you don't need to see the ball anyway you can't just step out believe in your ability and i had this 1100 gram ka bat you know it was the light i still have the bat with me it's the lightest bat you can ever have i yeah. got that bat for the series so that you know just tap it and run tap it and run not to hit any sixer not to hit any boundary boundaries yeah. my plan was to just glide it to third man maybe you get a boundary you get a boundary but you know keep it as close as possible mm-hmm. but that shot man that shot i don't know why i did that i just stepped out i prayed to the almighty and i said please god i just want to hit him out of the ground yeah. and that six was the one of the uh, shots which i played it was more like a how do i say it was like a tight uh, replay to a south african bowler who's already had a four wicket or maybe something for his five wicket um, to a number 11 yeah. and uh, i think that was the last time he did something like that to even a top order and that's uh, not full the end world. of it that's not the end of it though you hit him for six and then you came charging down the wicket you <laughs> spun your back that is but you spun your back i'm right? i'm in a, 
I mean, a Scottish guy will surely, I mean, Scottish cricket should surely understand. It was more like a taming a horse. And a horse which is not in control has to be tamed. So, I was just, yeah. it is basically, it was like holding him on the head and saying, bro, <laughs> you just got tamed. <laughs> and then you and, you know, and, the, and the best part is he, he never got me out. He never got me out in the series. In Durban. He came first of all. I was on the I was on strike and he bowled a beamer, literally a beamer, and then a bouncer. And yeah. the next two ball, I hit him for a one cover drive boundary, and then I, in that knock in Durban, I think I scored a twenty nine not out or something like that. So yeah, yeah. He, he, it was nice. It was nice to, and obviously after the match, he was like, "Don't you have respect?" And uh, you know, Mark Bocher came running to me and said, "Respect, man." I said, "Oh, did you? When the god of cricket walks in, you respect him? Oh, really? Okay." Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he, they suddenly realized not bad. This guy is this up kid's to, got this kid's got about yeah, up. and I no, did give but, it back even in Durban. Even in Durban, I remember I got eight wickets, four in the first and four in the second innings. And uh, Durban was again it was okay decent wicket, but then uh, I was lucky that once I start going, it's like the spell. You know, I didn't get a single wicket in the first innings till almost hundred and something runs or something like that. And then uh, on the second or third spell when I came in. Uh, I just told myself again, relax, space. Don't think you won the man of the match last match. Don't get carried away. Just come and land the ball well, you know. And uh, that's all I did. And uh, two matches, uh, 16 wickets uh, suddenly. And then I was on the bench, where literally at uh, four matches, 18 wickets. That was Srinath got it. So, but I only got two wickets in the Cape Town Test because they gave us South Africans for the first time in the history getting scared of fast bowlers of India and giving a flat track. That never happened. So. In yeah. Cape Town, they gave us a pure flat track, and it was a um, how do I say? They were just and again, Hashim Amla uh, again got out to me in a flat track. Yeah, you had a bit of a you had a bit of a rumble. You you, you got into a little bit of trouble. Um, you kicked the I not little. You kicked the, uh, I you think a lot of match fees. I I I I wish all those match fees have given back to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, look. I think after getting beat in the one-day series, you needed to show some fight. And I think that's what you brought to the party. You you came out fighting. And um, look, I commend you. Uh, I thought it was one of the great moments in cricket when you charged on Dunell. I thought your bowling performance in that series was, was outstanding. And, you know, credit to you. You know, South Africa is not an easy place to tour. Um, it's a tough, yep. tough, tough series. Um, so, no, great. Some great, great, great moments there. Um you then got left. You got you got left out after the. You went to England, um, and again you had a little bit of fun. Uh, you had a, a run in with Mr. Michael Vaughan. Can you tell me anything about the story with Mr. Vaughan? There was a little bit of a, a shoulder. Bro, you have you have you bowled medium pace? Me? Yeah. I used to bowl left arm in swing, medium pace. Yeah. So imagine ball pitching on the bloody leg stump line. Still, he's <laughs> leaving because he's got that much. Confidence that it will not hit the off stump. Yeah. You know, ball was moving so much. Obviously, I got pissed off, man. Yeah. <laughs> the best of the best. You're running from 33 yard run up, and your bowling was best beauty beauty balls, and he just stands in the crease. I trust yeah. you, swing. He doesn't say anything, and I was staring at him and saying, "I trust you, man. I trust you, mate. You got good swing, well bowled." <laughs> the fuck, man. I was like, "How do I get him out? Yeah. How do I? This guy is so good at leaving. I mean, any batsman, you know it better." He, any batsman who knows the where the off stump is, is yeah. that bad? that's what they say. But I think any batsman who knows where the off stump is and reads the bounce of the wicket, you know, 
is as soon as possible in an youngster who is watching and think the best quality of a good batsman which will separate him from uh, the normal uh, level will be reading or adapting to the bounce and the swing of the bowler you know every wicket is different so you have to adapt so michael vaughn was one of those and even kevin peterson for that matter they come hard at you they don't care whether it's the first ball of the match whether it's the last ball of the match whether it's in the mid between if the ball is there and if that is in the area they leave and if that is in the area where you have to be hit they hit so it's like tendulkar tendulkar's got a uh, six great shots to a best match taking wicket taking ball so it's it is just his mindset sometimes he says okay let me see how he is that's when maybe they might get out so i am sure in your career i think you have scored more three or four how many hundreds you have got lots of hundreds three, three first class brilliant that's that's brilliant so you know once you are in the zone it doesn't matter whether it's green brown flat doesn't matter come on bring it on yeah, yeah, yeah. the only thing yeah. the only thing which irritates a batsman if i'm wrong if i'm not wrong i think it's uh, keeping him away in the non strike sometimes what we do used to do is who is doing well give him a single keep him on off strike and give him a single to the other batsman at the last ball so if you keep a batsman who is very positive for two or three overs quiet he does something which is very very out of the blue so that's uh, the team planning so in south africa i learned a lot and that series was very very important for me and after that uh, you know getting let out uh, in uh, one day series in england after that test series mm-hmm. i was not picked for the champions trophy no no the one day trophy which mm-hmm. uh, they played in england and mm-hmm. uh, i remember uh, before that test series i think we were in ireland uh, we were in ireland playing uh, mm-hmm. in fact ireland uh, first match i got prefer and uh, against ireland and against south africa i had got heavy fever my grandmother passed away when i was in ireland and i was very close to as i said earlier when i used to live in a village with my granny and that um, you know that grandmother passed away when i was in ireland and that really affected me and uh, no excuses but then uh, that that day evening i got admitted and i was having severe fever and uh, uh, you know i was uh, asked to rest for three four days uh, it took me almost seven days to get out of my fever and i had a very bad uh, uh, fever and all that and I, it was not just a fever it was something i think pneumonia or something i don't know i don't remember because i had i think i had swine flu also in 2009 when i made a comeback so um uh, something or other happened to me when i made whenever i made a comeback so uh, after ireland uh, they decided to bring munaf patel back and rajit agarkar back into the team and they played the one day series and um, i was left out but i was named in the t20 world cup squad that was surprising because if the guy who is not in the one day squad suddenly finds a place in t20 maybe the senior wanted to take rest thank to zahir khan who yeah. took rest yeah. uh, so instead of zahir bhai i i had an opportunity to uh come to uh, play against you but which rain yeah, off yeah. it which washed out uh, yeah, so, lucky so me that, lucky me i i don't want to bowl the left handers that that moved me nicely that moved me nicely yeah, to the world t20 world cup absolutely absolutely uh, i came to um we were in a group together scotland pakistan and india so first um, game, first game we played against pakistan Quite a good game, actually. We played quite well against them. Unfortunately, Pakistan. They, they beat you had a good side. I mean, Scotland always had a good side. I remember. Even now, you got a brilliant side nowadays. Yeah, very good team. We just uh, beat England. I know. I saw. I saw the match. I that was a high-scoring game. I saw the match. I yeah. I follow Scotland cricket. You know it better. Last five years, yeah. uh, Scottish cricket has been very uh, close to me. And uh, 
I, I, you know, Macleod, uh, who, who used to be in yeah, a, a Warwick shed, if you remember. He, he, he used to be a fast bowler. Yes. And yeah. uh, normal, decent bat. And now he's a classy batsman. And yeah. and uh, I, I remember uh, whenever he, he was a great kid in Warwick shed. And please come in regards to him. I think uh, yeah. he can even play for, I mean, I don't want to say it, but he let him keep playing for Scotland. But once in a while, he should play for England. And I'm sure he's capable of making it to the eleven. And uh, yeah. the way Scotland is playing, I just genuinely hope Scottish cricket comes and, you know, um, a lot of very good cricketers you have. So, yeah. and bro, you, you at, at 37, I'm making a comeback. You should not give up. You should just train hard. That's have exactly. a great season. Exactly. Great season. Have a great season. Get back to the squad, bro. I'm telling you, when I'm playing against Scotland, I want you to be there. Or maybe when I am playing there, you should be playing in the national side. And I know you can. Nothing should stop us. You know. I will try. Nothing should. Not trying. Nobody can try. Either we do it or we don't. There's no trying. Listen, you've given me motivation. There's no season this season. So, I've got all winter. Maybe it's time. I'm 30, 35. I'm going to be 36 in October. Why not? I'm not a fast bowler. I'm not a fast bowler like you. You're a left-hand batsman. Left-hand batsman is a... A blessing, you know, being yeah. a left-hander is a blessing, and you have it. So I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be. And I don't think in Scottish cricket there is many as many left-handers also. And uh, really, I think that the, the one in the team right now, he made a good fifty against England. Jordan. Yeah, that's okay. Day. Fifty ain't good enough. You need to score yeah. hundreds. That's right. That's right. I'm <laughs> you, so we were due to play each other in Durban. Unfortunately, the rain came. Now my memory of you is I was coming out of the changing room in the Kingsmead Stadium. Now, the game and just, you wish me all the best for the next game. The game had just been called off. I walked out my changing room and you came bouncing out your changing room. You had the headphones on, you were dancing and you walked down the stairs with me and you were just saying, how's it going, bro? I'm having fun here, man. This is a good place. Hello. And I was saying, this guy's a good guy, man. He's a, he's a, he's a good, he's got, he's like, I love, I love him, I love him, man. Uh, yeah, bro, you know, that's a, one more secret for your podcast, nobody knows about it. On that match, when it goes washed out, just before watching, getting washed out, we had a fielding session. If you remember, when the rain stopped slightly, Indian team went onto the field because Robin Sir was our coach and Robin Singh and Lal Singh Rajput was the coach and Vengresh Pasad the bowling coach. So, Robin Singh Sir said, uh, Chalo, chalo, chalo. Let's take some catches. And it was drizzling, slightly drizzling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had to play you. Because uh, if we don't defeat you, then India-Pakistan match becomes very crucial. You know, yeah, and which happened. Right. Yeah. Because uh, Scotland had a chance to qualify. If India defeated uh, Pakistan, then uh, India and Scotland qualifies. And if Pakistan defeats India, Scotland and uh, Pakistan qualifies. So, there was right. a... Uh, 2020 thing going on there. So, it was yeah. very important to get that match on our belt. Because... We had only two league games, so and yeah. you guys net run rate was good because you had a good game against Pakistan. Yeah, we played decent. Uh, so, decent. yes. So uh, I remember him going down and giving catches, and uh, it was almost over. And then I tell Robinson, "Sir, oh, just one more, one more catch. Come on, come on, one more." You are really broke. Can you see this? It, yeah. It just, it just went that it. way. I see it. Okay. I see it. It, it, yeah, it went that way, and I had a multiple. Not hairline. I had a multiple fracture on my bowling index finger. You know, oh, no. and uh, and it was swollen up uh, that day when you saw me laughing and all that because yeah. I was just trying to hide it away from my group my because yeah, yeah. only John Gloss was the physio. Thanks to him because uh, that night itself, thanks to the Durban Hospital the, next to the hotel where we were staying, uh, I went and took a cortisone injection, as we said earlier. Yeah, I remember putting the injection on cortisone and labeling and. Uh, 
if you see the next match when i played pakistan i was literally holding the ball like that not like this and only the two balls which i was holding it like this with all the pain was to misbah when it was two ball one run to win uh, the yeah. tie match yeah till then i was holding the ball like that then then i said two balls one run if i lose i will never get to play for india again so even if i even if i have to cut this finger away it's for india and it's my last match which i'm going to play for the country pain will take care i don't care if i don't have index finger and i pressed yeah. this uh, pressed that and i said three enough for bowling at 125 please god for god's sake you come and bowl 140 yeah. and misbah got a surprise because the second last bowl was around 143 and the last bowl was 90 miles it was 145 so he yeah. never thought till then i was holding yeah. the ball and going through the pain so scotland match was very important no very hardly people know so when i went to the dressing room uh, except john gloss of the physio robin singh sir and dhoni nobody knew that i got a injury so yeah. i taped it and i had a gloves on i had a hoodie on headphones on then i removed and i was chilling so that the pain was there so i was like doesn't matter you know nobody should know so maybe that is the flow you got <laughs> so, I, so i just thought you were i thought this guy is in a great mood he's having fun in south africa little much did i know he's in pain his finger might be getting insane you know? insane pain So look, not bad. I, I was a good actor. I want to go on to you. You played in a big semi-final in that World Cup. Um, big moment to take you to the final. You beat Australia in the semi-final. You took two for twelve. One of the great spells. And your two wickets in that match were Matthew Hayden and Adam Gilchrist. Very important to take and help India go to the World Cup final. Absolutely. Uh, the match before, uh, you know, uh, I have I'd only played one match against Australia, which was the Champions Trophy. and rajit agarwal had got injured so i had an opportunity to play against them in mohali so i did get uh, gilchrist out uh, caught it point and uh, that is a bad ball to be honest it was just short uh, short outside off stump and then he just put the cut and straight to point uh, yuvraj singh got the catch but then i had, i bowled i did ball a beauty to ricky ponding and uh, again a brilliant catch by sachin tendulkar got me ricky ponding so two wickets were there and i always enjoyed kept getting the captain out of any any country and especially australia being the world champions 99 2003 to 2007 they were the world champions and uh, yeah. they had this big title on their head the world champions the world champions and they had this attitude and the grace and yeah. and i love australian cricket because i from mrf i played for australia institute of sport so i had this special connection with australia but i never uh, loved uh, Uh, you know any australian cricketer uh, except yeah. dennis lee for that matter uh, and shane won who was yeah. my favorite so otherwise i wanted to kill everybody literally to bowl <laughs> them out so and uh, just before going into bowl uh, dhoni knows to give chavi chavi means to the people who is listening only english chavi is like the giving that extra motivation uh-huh. in the right way that's called chavi in hindi so uh, uh, he told me oh shree come here Uh, you seem to be aggressive with, with everybody. If you have that much energy, let me see what you do with Hayden and Gilchrist. They are the real aggressive people. Let me see what aggression you can show to them. I just got charged up. I had this insane energy, and I went into ball. And uh, I remember I wanted to get Hayden the first ball out. Yeah. And I ran. I ran like a cheetah, and I bowled like a rat. And the first ball I tried for a yorker, and nobody know. I don't know how many people remember. Uh, first ball was a boundary because I tried for a yorker and it was a full toss and it hit me uh, for a boundary and um, uh, you know it was one ball four run and then I bowled uh, I think twenty dot balls in a, on a on a throw or something like that uh, I know uh, 
Yeah, 20, no, a total of 20 dot balls, I guess. Uh, so, uh, or 18 dot balls, something like that. So, it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and the other boundary was uh, when Simons came into bat, he had an edge on the third man. Yeah. So, uh, that was the only two boundaries. And uh, then I told myself, fuck your, forgive my language again. No need Yorker, Sri. It's a good wicket. Run in, hit the deck hard. Hit the deck hard. Hit the deck yeah. hard. Yeah, and uh, and thanks to thank you, thank Mag- Glenn Magrath because in 2006 Champions Trophy, he gave, in my cap he had written hit the deck hard and with his super hand rating. And I was playing Australia, and the only thing went into my head was hit the deck hard, hit the deck hard. <laughs> and I started hitting the deck hard, and so sad, it was so sad to see Mr. Hayden struggling against Srisham. And uh, I used to be a fan of his batting. Then I said, oh, he's just another left-hander. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I said. Come on, guys, let's have fun. And um, I just loved getting on their nerves, you know. I love getting on the nerves of any other batsman who I'm bowling against because uh, it, it makes them change their plan. Rather than watching the bowl, they want to kill me. So, a junior cricketer who's running in and playing his first World Cup, trying to uh, get the head of a guy who is already a man of the final, which is the Gilchrist in 2003 World Cup, and sorry, 2007 World Cup. So, um, it was great to get him off the first ball. The first ball I bowled to him, he got bowled. And, and he was the captain that uh, match because Ricky Ponding was not playing. Uh, Ricky Ponding was taking rest because he had some slight injury. So, he thought Australia will defeat India and play the final. Bechara could play only in India when we played Australia. So, <laughs> so uh, Australia match was very good. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed bowling to them. And uh, I think... Uh, I will always cherish that spell, especially in Durban, because at the same place where Ashish Nehra uh, got 6 for 12 against England in the ICC World Cup 2003. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, and uh, Durban is, you have, must have seen that match. It was like India. I, I, I never thought we are oh, playing yeah, yeah, in yeah. South Africa. It was like. Even if you went Absolutely. to like a, if you went to like a restaurant or a night, a night, uh, a venue, a nightclub in the evening or something. It was just all Indians. And I was like, this is more like I'm in Mumbai or something like that. I, like, I, I love Durban. And they were like, restrictions like, don't go here, don't go there. And I said, relax, boys. It's all Indians. They won't do anything. <laughs> and uh, and I loved I loved going out there. And I, a lot of uh, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis also there. And yeah. it's more like a subcontinent. So, I enjoyed and I loved enjoying going to the uh, places and making new friends. I always oh, did that. Amazing, so Amazing, amazing place. Obviously, that led you in. Um, to the World Cup final. The moment I want to talk to you about in particular that really matters was I think Praveen Kumar was bowling. Miss Paul Huck had hit a couple of sixes. I was sitting at home. Jogi, Joginder, Joginder, Joginder Sharma, Joginder. Joginder Sharma. I was sitting at yeah. home thinking Pakistan are going to beat India, we're going to win the World Cup. And I think there was maybe two to win. And I don't know what happened. Miss Paul had a brain explosion. He decided, Touch me. He decided to play. The, the lap shot which went straight up in the air now I want you to tell me the truth were you nervous mm. were you nervous under the catch not no, no, not at all I'll be honest uh, you will know you will know better uh, I was nervous the catch before that when uh, Irfan Patan came up to me and said Shri ready so Irfan literally Predicted the wicket of Afridi and he told Afridi is going to come and try and get me out of the ground. Yeah. He hit me out of the ground. So be ready. He's going to hit to long off. Yeah. And uh, it happened exactly. The first ball he faced, he wanted to hit him out of the ground. And I came running from long off 
and i was literally visualizing oh my god oh my god he's going to hit here will he hit here or there i kept on you know i was under so much pressure that when some bowler is telling it's like me telling yeah. the slip be ready be ready it's going to come to gully and when they drop that catch it's better not to tell them you know when you tell somebody that the ball is going to come it's like you know yeah. you 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 understand because you're a beginner so i hate a bad when somebody tells me it's coming to you i get more nervous yeah anyway we are ready we are always ready so uh, but then you don't want somebody to tell you the ball is going to come ball is going to come and it's the world cup finals you know and our free yeah. he can yeah. kill you in uh, six balls he can yeah. finish the game so uh that was that time i was really nervous but i could run sprint i i love athletics so thanks to all the fielding drills and fielding training and thanks to my lenses i could see yeah. uh, i ran all the way from long off and took the catch somewhere in the uh, mid off uh, area and i was just thanking god thank god afridi is out yeah. <laughs> i my main thing was the relief was taking that catch but the last catch i have told in so many interviews a lot of people have said it to be in the most pressurized catch bro i can't lie to you on a live podcast i was not under stress or pressure yeah. in my in my in my head and in my brains and in my heart i was just praying that please god uh, the moment he hit that six i was like please god uh, in 2007 we were out in the first round in west indies and i was there you know not playing but i was there in the squad of 2007 world cup and i was yeah. just praying please for for indian cricket for you know for us for junior cricketers all the senior cricketers to rest saying you know uh, giving us an opportunity uh in t20 thinking that you know un un un, un bachcho ko jaane do you know uh-huh. except biru bhai bajipa nobody and uv pa nobody was the senior and ajit agarkar there was no everybody was a youngster yeah and i was genuinely praying before that uh, there was a lot of discussion going on i was in short fine leg and i clearly remember telling myself if the ball comes on the right or left it doesn't matter you going to give your heart and soul you going to dive and stop it you yeah. going to get a run out because it was the last wicket I was just getting prepared, not for a catch at all. I never thought catch is going to come. All I was preparing myself was, if any ball comes on my left or right, I am going to give, I am going to slide, make sure I get a run out because Nisbah uh, will surely come to come strike on the second ball, you know, because he will surely take two. He will not take one run. Uh-huh. And uh, I clearly remember me uh, getting prepared for that. And then it was instinct. Then the ball went, and we all, I mean, you also know. we all practiced that backward running catch and i was in short fine leg i had to just move three four steps back i positioned myself again if you really see the catch again after this interview you will know that it did pop up because it hit my uh, hand which the biggest secret you just came to know yeah, yeah, i had a fractured finger so it hit it slightly popped but luckily to all the indians and all the cricket fans out there who prayed for us i could just okay not bad world cup <laughs> then it was yeah, like it was, can you imagine it was like oh, Oh my God, that is a World Cup. Can you imagine? I, you man, I can't. I can't that. imagine. Your whole career would have probably been remembered as Kirishan. He dropped the catch. The guy. The no, no, no. It will be remembered. No, it won't be remembered. It will be saying Kirishan. Oh, the guy who dropped the World Cup. Yeah, that's it. Like Steve like Walsh. Like Steve Walsh said to him. Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. You just dropped, dropped the World, World Cup, Cup, mate. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that is, Listen, congratulations! You are, you know. Thank you, thank you. I mean, that was that was God's grace, and I thank I thank Misba for that, you know. And in fact, uh, even now, when I look at Misba, and I have a very strong relation, of you know, off field because uh, that was the catch which people will remember the World Cup catch of mine and Misba playing a stupid shot. But yeah. more than that, Misba as a captain played till 42. 
you know yeah for the country and and it's a great motivation for me it's yeah, a salute to him it's a great motivation for me and he was really fighting fit when he even retired yeah uh, so and scoring one of the fastest hundreds in test yeah. match also i well, remember he had a great world uh, cup he was hitting the longest sixes his sixes yes, in that world cup were unbelievable Absolutely. So I just want to thank him for showing that age is a number in age even in cricket. Number. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that goes to you too, mate. You you better work out. It's live, okay? It's live. Do it for your kids, okay? Do it for your angel. That's it. That's it. So you yeah. you after that, I'm going to move away. So that's your international career. We've covered most of that. I want to touch on some other things. 2008, you uh, you made a you made a start to that your IPL career. Playing for the uh, Rajasthan Royals, um, you were the second leading wicket taker of the tournament with 18 wickets, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal start to your IPL career. Um, your bank balance got better. You got 18 wickets under your belt. Um, you know, tell me about your your experience of that of, of the IPL starting. Uh, to to start with, thanks to Preeti for uh, you know, uh, I mean, I did meet Preeti and all before the IPL. Uh, Uh, before much before IPL even happened, because we used to party, or you know, I had met her just after the World Cup and all that uh, in Shahrukh Bai's place. Uh, you know, as you said, uh, we do have get-togethers and all that. And I was very, I, I was used to be a huge fan. I still am huge fan of Preeti Sindhya, and she's one of the owners. And Ness used to be a friend also. So uh, they all enjoyed uh, Srikant playing the World Cup and playing against Australia. And all. I remember clearly when they picked me. Uh, Preeti was just getting to know about cricket. Uh, she just picked me not just for cricket, but You know, it was more like, oh, I know him, I know him. You know that kind of a. Yeah. And now that she's an expert, she can be an Indian selector. You know, she's that good in cricket when it, and she's learned literally everything. I, I think she knows better rules than me now. So yeah. uh, last seven years, I have no idea what T20. There are so many new rules in one day and T20. Mm-hmm. So uh, coming back to T20, uh, IPL happened, and I was uh, picked for King's Eleven Punjab. And uh, first four matches, I had zero wickets. You know, and thanks to Yuvraj Singh and. Uh, thanks to Mahela and Sangha to uh, actually keep pushing me. You know, they we were in the same team, and uh, Brettley. I have to really thank Brettley. He said, uh, "You are you have been into Australia. You have been into uh, our academy. And what do you teach? What do they they teach us? It's about persistence and uh, enjoying the process rather than results. You know, and uh, results will come once it start coming. It it starts one. It's showering. So." Uh, you might be drilling something, and just before finding the diamond, you leave it saying it's still. Uh, I have still not reached there, but you might be so close, so close to get that diamond, and then you give up. So don't give up, you know. So um, that is one of the reason, and I remember uh, everybody pushing me, and the first match. Uh, from there, I just started getting wickets every match, and I remember third or fourth game of. Fifth game after that, I had the purple cam, and I had the purple cam throughout till the last match, which was semi-finals. And semi-final, unfortunately, I had a quadruple syndrome injury just before the match, and I was not supposed to play semi-finals. But then uh, I was obviously I have got 18 wickets, and I didn't want a purple cap to go. And and Kings Eleven Punjab, I had won 10 ma- matches in a row, and that was more like a record at that time because it was the first IPL, and we were playing Chennai, and I wanted to defeat Chennai. Uh, got only two overs. I only bowled two overs, and I just couldn't bowl. I was struggling, and I knew. Thank you very much. It's it's gone. My uh, back is gone, and I had a L2 stress fracture. Uh, it was first reaction. I, if I had taken care, I should have been 
just a reaction. But then I played that match and I worsened it. And it took me another 18 months to make a comeback to the national squad. Um, after that IPL, uh, I remember I was in Australia doing my... Uh, going Went to, to do my surgery, but then uh, thanks to Patrick Farad, right, uh, he was the physio then for King Silver and Punjab. He was kind enough to uh, accommodate me in Sydney. And I stayed there for almost six weeks to eight weeks, two months. Mm-hmm. And then I got, got recovered in 2008. And then I played the 2009 IPL again for Kings Lawn Panja, a couple of matches. Uh, so, uh, 18 matches, I mean, 18 wickets, having a purple cap was fun because I was the highest Indian wicket taker. Mm-hmm. Then in the final, Sohail Tanvir got uh, three wickets and Shane Vaughan got three wickets. So, Shane Vaughan became 19 and I think Sohail Tanvir became 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. So, it was good. Uh, my own, the guy who I used to look up to, Shane Vaughan, is just one wicket more than me. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. <laughs> You, you, you then obviously talk about your injuries. You went on eventually um, to, to play for Kochi. You, you signed for Kochi for a, a part of the IPL as well. It uh, must be quite nice for you to, 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 to go there and play. Absolutely. I mean, it was a dream come to As I said earlier, my best match I ever played is it is in Kochi. Uh, I have won a couple of World Cups and I was part of three World Cups. But, and I was fortunate to bowl that... Uh, one of the best overs when we became test rank number one for the first time. All the three formats, I was fortunate enough to be a part of the national squad. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the, my favourite moment, yes, one is the, uh, wearing the blue cap for the first time, Chandulkar giving me the cap. But then it all goes down to Kochi Stadium where I played my first match against England. So, uh, that ground is very special for me. This place is very special for me. And Kochi Tuskers having, it was, it was special for me. And they... And as you said, even the bank, when I look at it, they got me for 900,000 US dollars. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and it was more like a buy and I came here and I gave my all out and uh, Mahela was a great captain. Brilliant. What a team we have. We, yeah. we took time, but Jeff Lawson, what a great coach. And, uh, you know, uh, we had a time of, uh, I think, uh, we won a lot of games, but it's just that we just missed. Let him sleep. No, he's taking rest. Sorry. Okay, it's okay. He's taking rest. Let me finish. Okay, give me, give me some time. I'll come. You, you want to? He's, he's so star. He's so okay. Bro, just tell her you did see her. Did I see did him. see you. You're a superstar. Yeah. See. You're the star of the show. Yeah, Sanu. He's so. Everybody will see him. He's a superstar. You've given him star name, no? So, okay, give me five minutes. Okay, sorry. No problem. Yeah. So I think I was. Uh, we, were, we were talking about uh, IPL. Kochi, Kochi Yeah. And I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I think we defeated everybody at home. I remember at uh, we defeated Kolkata in Kolkata. We defeated Mumbai in Mumbai. We defeated uh, Rajasthan Royals. I remember we defeated them in five overs or something. Six overs. Maculam went mad. Uh, they were all out for 80 something, and we scored that in some 4.6 overs, 4.4 overs. Yeah. So this brings me, this brings me to the next stage. I don't want to keep you too much longer. We've got a few more things to cover. So, unfortunately, 2013, brother, you were um, one, one, bro, one sec, Sanu, give me the thing, and let him sleep, please. Let him sleep for five minutes. Yeah, sorry, 2013, yes. 2013. Life took a bit of a change, bro. Bharat, bro. 
Life took a, life took a bit of a change. Um, you were found uh, controversially uh, found found guilty of uh, supposedly spot fixing. Um, your contract with Rajasthan Royals, who you had gone back to at this point, was terminated. Um, and on the 16th of May 2013, you were arrested uh, by the Delhi police. Um, the police claimed while they had you in custody that you admitted to uh, spot fixing. However, from that moment on, and you know, we've never publicly, nothing's publicly ever been done. That was obviously, strikes me as, it, you know, it was said behind closed doors as political views. You have always claimed innocence. Um, unfortunately, though, you were banned for life. Not so, not long after that, you were banned for life from cricket. Now, I want to move on and talk about July two thousand and fifteen later. But at that moment in time, how are you like? How are you feeling like at that moment in time? How are you processing this? How is what what was going on in your head? What happened in particular? Please shed some light to this. See, I. Um... I can share everything. In fact, uh, uh, 2013, May 16th, is someday when, if, if this interview was five years back or six years back, I wouldn't be saying, I wouldn't be sitting in the same way and uh, answering this. But now when I look at this, I look at the positive side of life and, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was allegations which was uh, just because of my lifestyle and I don't know who wanted what. Uh, whoever wanted what, surely got what they wanted. But then, uh, I think they also lost a lot of things and they are still struggling to figure out how to move on. So, uh, all I can say is they came after me, not just me, but uh, uh, a few people, uh, but they successfully did that in, I think, three or six, six cricketers, I think, six or seven cricketers across the globe, maybe. Uh, but uh, I don't see why it was. Uh, sorry, hello. No, no, you're okay. Keep Can going. It, uh, yeah, the one call. Okay. Uh, sorry, bro. My friends are it's okay. stubborn boys. It's okay. No problem. No problem. Continue. So, because I can yeah. this, continue from where you were. So some people. Yeah, are yeah. I just, I just want. No, no. I will start again. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so. So when, uh, during that phase, I clearly remember, I had no idea what was happening and a lot of things were written and said about me, uh, you know, uh, the way I was treated inside as if I was some terrorist and I was, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I had, maybe I had to go through that phase to be who I am today. And uh, I don't want to blame anybody. I don't want to blame even me. Uh, I will not uh, try and take revenge or use this opportunity to uh, take names and who were behind me or who didn't stand by me or anything like that. All I can say is that it's like a more like a past in 2013. Um, I will never call it as a bad experience or good experience. It was an experience for me. And that made me realize who I can be trustworthy, who I can be close to. And uh, in this live podcast, I can clearly say I have nothing to do with it. Uh, and I had, uh, I had clearly said this from the day one. But unfortunately, at that point of time, you got to uh, I, I had no other way but wait for the court's verdict and it took two and a half years to get a clean shit and I kept myself quiet uh, because that is the rule of the law uh, that is the law of the country and you have to uh, there are certain things in the court also when they are questioned by the judge 
I can't open my mouth because my lawyer is the one who opens my mouth, opens the mouth and says because we have to be prepared for those questions. So certain questions is asked, we were not even prepared. Uh, mm-hmm. So if it was me, I don't need to prepare because people who got the guy who prepare is the lawyers and the doctors and stuff. But when you are asking genuinely, you don't need to remember things, you know, mm-hmm. if it if you're telling the truth. So, uh, you know, at that point of time, it took two and a half years uh, for uh, me to get out of that. And 2015. Uh, Till 2015, it was a very difficult, dark, tough phase. Uh, and I clearly remember uh, getting the bail on uh, July, I think June or something like that. I think I was um, 27 days in Tihar jail and, uh, uh, you know, inside the uh, toughest of and 12 days of interrogation inside the Delhi cell, more like a terrorist, literally 18, 19, 19 hours of interrogation, literally uh, mentally and uh, physically um, draining. Uh, uh, that something, something uh, you know, so many thoughts went through my head, and uh, there are times when I didn't want to even live. I uh, maybe some power stopped me, and thanks to that power, that I could see my lovely angels and my wife, my kids, and everybody, and my mom, dad. I don't even know why at that point I even thought about it. And there is no shame in saying because everybody goes through that phase where you are done, you know, you are done, tested, and it's actually, it's actually, you just don't. It's actually funny you say that today. I released an article where um, I speak about. And recent times, yeah, not, I did. I, I read, I read the article. Very, I'm very, not, very, very strong of you. And same thing. I thought about, you know, crazy as it is to say, um, you, you, it's not. There's no shame in it. Unfortunately, recently you mentioned earlier the young actor in India, very, very sadly, um, took it yeah. all. So see, at that point of time, you know, uh, something must have stopped me, and you know, I, I just told myself, uh, I remember. Uh, you know, I was asked questions, everything. I The unfortunate part was anything and everything which was written in the paper or uh, TV was shown to us, you know. And uh, you know how interrogation section is all, everybody is different and some 18, 19 of his interrogations. And, and every time you're asking the same question, who is there, who is behind you, who gave you the money? And I said, Nate, uh, when I party and uh, I have never given cash till today, I only swipe and it's all my money. And first of all, uh, you're asking about different parties and they never had any... They had no proof, nothing. They had just an inquiry and uh, sub, substantial. What is that? So, uh, more like a uh, no proper evidence, nothing. Uh, it's just that some some buying phone and stuff like that, which is partying with people, being late night, people coming to a room and not going. It was all uh, circumstantial evidences and all that. But I had to keep quiet. I had to, and uh, it took. Uh, a lot of courage and strength, but I know I am kind of uh, thankful to the Almighty because if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have known who the real people are, you know, mm-hmm. who the real people I should be seen with, who I shouldn't be seen with, what my decision should be, where mm-hmm. I should be seen with, with whom I should be seen with, uh, where my priorities, setting the priorities right. And that just made me a much better and stronger person. When I came home after getting the bail, when I saw my mom and dad, that's it. That's it I wanted. And the moment I hugged, my mom and dad, and that's about it. And today's Father's Day, and I just want to say, my father just told me one thing. If, you know, he said, if you've done it, you go back to jail. If you've not done it, God will save you. Have mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. Move on with your life. Mm-hmm. Cricket is not just what you are born for. Mm-hmm. You're good with so many other things. In school, you did so many things. So focus on that. Cricket mm-hmm. will be back to you. Have faith. Keep yourself fit. But don't just give up on life. Because he is a father, he knows what we are going through, you know. Mm-hmm. And he told me this, Shri, you are not born for just cricket. You there is so much to know, and you can. That's when I got into the music, and I started my own 
thanks to my brother-in-law, he gave me a studio. And uh, even now in my house, I have a small studio downstairs. Uh, I sit and when you call me last, uh, I mean, you, you wanted to start earlier and I told you I was in the studio. I was making a yeah. Shivji song and, and all that. Yeah, I love music and music got me out of depression. Uh-huh. Then I got into bodybuilding. I got into MMA. I was like, I read about Adam Holyoke because his brother passed away, Ben Han. Adam Holyoke uh, uh, got into MMA and uh, that kind of motivated me. I was like, okay, all the anger and all the thing, I end on lie. So I got into bodybuilding and um, it was a very dark phase, mate. I, I just used to put my headphones, noise cancellations and I used to walk around. I used to fly. Um, everybody expected uh, me to open my mouth and say a lot of names. I will never do that. Even during the interrogation, they were taking a lot of other cricketers' names, uh, showing me the proof. And that was shocking. Uh, but uh, I know what a cricketer or any person will go through. Uh, I don't want even my worst enemy. And genuinely, I touch my heart in telling you this. Being a father on Father's Day and being having a lovely father on my Father's Day, I'm telling you, even the worst enemy of mine should not go through what me or my family or my mates went through. I don't want that kind of interrogation or that kind of a life or that kind of even thoughts come into anybody's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wish, you know, if I can come out of all this, it took time, but I had great people, you know, even as, that's why I said Scottish cricket, I always follow because Eddie, I just met him during a world thing and Eddie Gibbs, I have to salute him because I had just for fun told him that maybe one day when I retire, I'll come and play for your club. And uh, I genuinely just generally messaged him in Twitter. Is there any possibility? And he was there for me. He was there inside out. He's and even now, man. am I, I? He's a great man, eh? He's a great man. And and I I I starting my Sri Chand Sports Academy. You might be seeing that's the, uh, you know, that's my academy which is yeah, getting yeah. bills now. Yeah. In now in Karnataka, uh, it's called Sri Chand Sports Academy. It's got mm-hmm. all the sports. So uh, the I made a uh, I sketch a bit. I I you know during this time I learned a lot. Whatever I left off, left in school, I started doing it again. So I sketched my emblem and I had sent him. So he was so fast to. We are in constant touch and uh, you know somebody who motivates. So Scottish cricket. At that time, I remember tough face uh, don't last. Tough people do. So I think um, that made me a much stronger and wiser and smarter person. And uh, uh, I had to go through that phase, bro. And uh, uh, that made me get married, had my kids, got stronger to my family. I had so much of time thanks to the movie Fraternity. Uh, who accepted me and I finished two movies, Bollywood movies and I too did two South movies. Now, as we speak, I was in the middle of a web series which I have now I can't do it because of my cricket. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very happy. For the next five years, I'm only going to be cricket and uh, everybody's back on my, uh, you know, people who forgot my number and uh, everybody started messaging me since last one year. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, and all I can say to my colleagues as well as my friends, my family, everybody who... Uh, waited for six, seven long years. Uh, I think uh, people who's got, um, how do I say, even the guy who's so guilty and who's accepted it and uh, he's he's playing ICC World Cups and ICC Champions Trophies. I'm talking about Amir and uh, he, even he got only five years. Yeah. Uh, a guy who's done it for the country and who's uh, guilty, proven yeah. guilty, got five years and I've Nothing against me. Everything cleared. It took me another five years. So, two and a half, literally seven years to get back. It's okay. I have no complaints. I'm just, there's no point comparing to me and him or anybody. And uh, I am so grateful that 
I am back. Uh, I don't know how to say this. The only thing which I missed in my whole life in the last seven years is cricket. Otherwise, my life is. I am Alhamdulillah. God's been extremely kind. I my life is taken care um, and uh, and the best part is when I got a new car a um, uh, couple of years no in fact when I gifted my wife there were even um, uh, remarks of say oh not bad the matrix money is out uh, is using that money now uh, all I can say is uh, uh, guys who is watching this if you think I have done anything bad please check. Uh, uh, the score, civil score, you will get to know how much struggling I used to be after that incident. Uh, I have the case was for 10 lakh rupees, and um, I have spent more than literally six to six points I don't know, close to seven CR in the last six years for my courts, traveling, stay, the lawyers, um, and everybody all together. You know, it's not easy. Yeah. And uh, all I can say is, uh, all the people out there, please. Uh, select your friends very carefully. Just don't go stand and take any picture. Even if you are, uh, if you don't know the person, be very careful. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, trust everybody, uh, but uh, be vigilant. You know, don't show that arrogant face. You know, love everybody, and I think love conquers all. And even now today, I had an interview, and where they asked me, "Do you will you able will you be able to trust everybody?" I said, "I will trust everybody." But the only, only difference will be once the T is removed, it becomes rust. So I um, will be careful. Look, from, from, from my point of view, I just wanted to add a couple of things. First of all, Eddie Gibbs, I want to say also, in recent times, I faced bad depression. Um, I haven't seen my son for over two and a half years. Um, nothing yeah. compared to, you know, different type of struggles. Um, no, no, everybody is fighting their battles. Everybody so I respect has their that. own struggles. But honestly, to sit and listen to you talk, I think it's going to be so powerful when I put this out because for what you've been through, you could you could quite easily be bitter, you could be angry. You have had such a positive outlook on your life. You have bounced back. You have shown resilience. You're sitting here today telling me that you're going to make your comeback. You're going to play for India. And I believe you. I think you're going to play for India. I can see by looking at you, you haven't aged badly. You're looking fine. You're still looking, looking young like you did before. Thank so the you. way you inspired me earlier on, I think you're... You're in a very good place. I watched a short video of your bowling. Looks like the same CD-san that I've always known. Um, again, Eddie Gibbs, I want to say people like Eddie Gibbs, there should be more people like this in the world because he brought, he brought me and you together for this episode. He wow. um, he introduced me. He's into, he's helping me a lot behind the, behind the scenes. He doesn't want credit for everything. People like him, you must cherish. I'm very happy you have that friendship. Look, I want to say to you, I'm so proud of you as a person. Um, I think uh, you're going to you're going to inspire so many people. I can't wait to see you back on the cricket field. I hope we we'll see you over in Scotland. You say you have a lot of love with Scotland, so whether you go to Glenbottle or maybe you come to my cricket club, Clydesdale. India once played there. Uh, were due to play Pakistan at Clydesdale Cricket Club. That's my home club. Maybe you come oh, there this season. I, I I was there. I was there in that match. You uh, were there as well. That's Prince, right. Prince Charles came. Prince Charles came. Prince Charles. That was one of the saddest days of my life because man, it was raining club, heavily. Man, my home club. The, the I so home. wanted to play there. It was a small ground. Small and I was thinking, this is one one ground I'm going to score runs. And I was like, shit. Oh, I remember that match, man. I remember. I used to. 
I, have, I thank you for reminding me. I would have got to see seen Schwerbachter run into bowl at Tendulkar that day. Absolutely, oh, man, absolutely. Was, so people came from all over the UK to squash into that ground. But, there, but Scotland still played against India. We played you a couple of days after, um, or before that. You beat us on that ground. Um, but listen, she has been a has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I, I don't think it'll be too long before I post this this episode. I think it's a very inspiring episode. I think you have uh, you've shown a lot of mental strength. Um, I, I know I launched my podcast for similar reasons to you. I had to find inspiration to do something, um, and here we are now. You're on the verge of a comeback. You're launching your academy. I'm launching a sports podcast. So I wish you all the very best in your future. And yes, be careful who you keep around you. Watch, you know, be be vigilant. I'm sure you will have learned a lot in these last couple of years. And I'm sure, like you say, I'm the same. You get to know who your true friends are, who are with you when you're at your lowest. And they are the friends you should keep a tight bond with moving forward in your life. Absolutely, bro. And one more thing, I before I leave, I just want to say uh, to everybody who is watching this, uh, uh, see, always remember your best is yet to come. Uh, you never ever get satisfied with what you are. Yes, you be content in certain things, but not in your ability and not in your dreams. You have to just keep pushing limits, you know, uh, whether it's training or anything. And one more thing I just want to say when, uh, why I say push the limits is the only reason I, I am still alive, to be very honest, is purpose. Find that purpose in your life and whatever your dream is, whatever let it be, whether your parents are there, your friends are there, loneliness is equal to geniusness. Always remember when you're alone, don't mis mis uh, misunderstand between uh, depression and loneliness. Being alone doesn't mean you are depressed. Being alone is the time when you can surely write, write or rewrite your goals and uh, you know make sure you follow that with all your ability and dreams will full, be fulfilled if you do that. Have faith. And one last thing I want to say, which I believe I have to say this, it's about pride. Pride is not ego. Pride is personal responsibility in delivering excellence. Excellence is not a given gift. It's a skill perfected. So have the courage to will to prepare to succeed. Prepare to succeed. Not just the will to succeed. Have the will to prepare. Have the confidence. Have the faith. You have all the facilities nowadays. It's, so, it's not that challenging. It used to be. We have every corner in, during online. You have so many opportunities out there. Guys, whatever your profession is, have faith. You can be number one in that profession. Let the world watch you leave a legacy and let your kids, your family be so proud that that legacy is remembered and that keeps going. And every individual out there can be successful. All the very best. And uh, to all the Scottish uh, cricketers out there, you are doing a great job. All the youngsters, follow them up. Win. Even you are capable of winning World Cups. All the very best. And I'm sure you guys have qualified for the T20. So, wish you all the best. A lot of uh, luck and and hopefully see you soon. And I don't know where I'll be playing. Wherever I'll be playing, bro, I'll, I'll be more than happy to play for you or Eddie or wherever Eddie says. Because he's more a brother. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, so looking forward to come to Scotland next season, 2021, and meeting you all. Till then, please uh, do support and uh, wish the best for uh, my, me and my career. Which is, again, I will not call it a second innings. I'll call it, uh, uh, you know, after, like a lunch break. Uh, <laughs> I had a seven-year break. Uh, yeah. So, thank you very much again. And always remember, 
as long as we breathe we don't give up god bless salute salute take care brother bye bye love to family bro bye thank you bro you too